0: Hey, everybody. Tonight we're debating Flat Earth versus Globe Earth, and we are starting right now with Ozian's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us. Ozian, the floor is all yours.
1: Hey, everyone. Thanks, James. Welcome to the debate. It's hey 2024 and the Earth Ain't Flat, bro. I'm Ozian, and today we're diving into a heated topic the shape of our planet. Hold on a second. There. Shape of our climate. This is a nod to my last debate. Now you've probably heard a ton of scientific evidence pointing towards a globe Earth. That's just an angle you might not have considered. The incredible contributions of scientists through history who had to face great adversity. Their work done against all odds has been pivotal in shaping our cosmic understanding. First up, let's talk about Albert Einstein. Einstein wasn't just a genius physicist. His heritage was a big part of who he was. His general relativity theory, a total game changer. It reshaped how we see gravity, space, and time. And it's not just a theory, we've got concrete evidence backing it up, like how light bends around massive objects like the sun. This is key, guys. It's a big point for a spherical Earth. Now, on to Stephen Weinberg, another brilliant mind. His work in particle physics, especially with the Standard Model, fits perfectly with a spherical Earth cruising through a vast universe. And we can talk about the Big Bang Theory. George Gamow, a scientist, was crucial in developing this. This theory backed up by cosmic background radiation and galaxy distribution literally requires a spherical Earth. And we got Jacob Bekenstein, another name you should know. His work on black hole thermodynamics, has deep implications for gravitational theory. What does this mean for us? It backs up the idea of a spherical Earth. Alan Guth, a physicist, introduced us to cosmic inflation theory giving us a peek into the universe's earliest moments. This theory fitting right into the Big Bang framework supports the idea of spherical planets. And let's not forget Andre Linden. His work in inflationary cosmology further supports a spherical Earth through theoretical physics. To sum us up, these thinkers facing the challenges of hate and um, racism didn't just advance our understanding of the universe they solidified the fact of our planet's shape. Now, we should, why should we trust these scientific sources? It boils down to the scientific method, observation, experimentation, and repeatability. The works of Einstein, Weinberg, Gamal, Beckenstein, Guth, and Lind have all been through this rigorous process, proving themselves time and time again. Science and proof work differently. In science, we use induction, drawing general conclusions from specific observations. As Karl Popper pointed out, science assumes an orderly universe, consistent laws of nature, things we can't prove but need to accept to make any sense of our world. So when we talk about the Earth being spherical, we're not just throwing out a wild claim. We're talking about a well-tested, consistently observed body of knowledge. It's underpinned by logic and mathematics. In short, the spherical nature of the Earth isn't just a fact. Is a testament to human inquiry and the pursuit of knowledge driven by these incredible scientists. Now, let's address those flat earth claims. These often fall into realm of fringe science. Ideas that stray far from the scientific consensus and lack solid evidence or adherence to the scientific method. Check. These theories often cherry pick data and don't stand up to serious testing. Here's the deal with scientific integrity. It's all about following the scientific method. The theories about a spherical Earth have been through this, tested, and refined, and they align with what we've observed. This is what separates solid science from fringe theories. In any rational debate, especially in science, the burden of proof is key. If you're making a claim, like the flat Earth theory, you've got to back it up with solid evidence, scientifically sound evidence. It's not enough to question established science, you need to bring something substantial to the table. Established scientific theories about Earth's shape have passed rigorous testing. Flat Earth theories, not so much. They lack solid evidence and often shift the burden of proof onto others. Remember, it's great to ask questions and challenge ideas. That's how science moves forward, but it has to be based on the scientific method and solid evidence. So, The flat Earth proponents have a huge task ahead. They need to provide evidence that stands up to the same rigorous testing as the theories they're challenging. Until then, we're justified in our belief in the spherical Earth, a belief grounded in thoroughly validated scientific knowledge and pictures of the Earth from the Moon. Let's get practical for a moment. Take the simple observation of ships on the horizon. When a ship sails away, it doesn't just shrink out of sight it appears to sink with the whole vanishing first and the mask last. This is something you can see for yourself and it directly contradicts the idea of a flat level Earth. It's a clear demonstration of the Earth's curvature. If we were dealing with a flat surface, ships would simply get smaller and smaller until they're not visible, but they wouldn't appear to sink below the horizon. And that requires testing and predictions, measurements. And what about the Foucault's pendulum? Back in 1851, Leon Foucault hung a massive pendulum in Paris that showed the world something amazing. As his pendulum swung, its plane of swing, which is um, its inertial plane of reference, rotated throughout the day because the earth was rotating around it, proving that the earth itself is rotating. This effect changes with latitude as fast as at the poles and doesn't happen at all at the equator and it reverses in the Southern Hemisphere. This is hard evidence, observable by anyone, and it just doesn't work in a stationary Earth model. Now let's talk about high altitude balloons. These are not sci-fi gadgets, they are real and used regularly for atmospheric research. And they ascend. They measure pressure and temperature changes, showing a clear gradient from the Earth's surface to the edge of space. This gradient is gradual transition. Not a sudden drop off as you'd expect in a world where gravity holds an atmosphere next to the vacuum of space. This aligns perfectly with the laws of thermodynamics and entropy. And it's yet another piece of real world evidence contradicting the flat earth model. So here's the deal. In this debate and in science in general, we need to base our beliefs and arguments on evidence. Not just what feels right or what seems to make sense on the surface. The evidence for a spherical earth is overwhelming consistent and observable by anyone willing to look. To Caleb, Caleb, sorry, my opponent, and to everyone watching, I encourage you to consider the evidence, the real hard evidence from centuries of scientific inquiry and exploration. The shape of our planet isn't just a matter of opinion. It's a matter of fact with pictures, demonstrated by relentless pursuit of truth by scientists across history, including those who faced unimaginable adversity. In this debate, it's not just about proving a point. It's about respecting the legacy of scientific discovery and acknowledging the hard work, the genius, and the perseverance of those who have dedicated their lives to understanding and expanding our knowledge of the universe. To disregard this is to turn away from a rich history of human achievement in favor of unproved, unsupported, fringe theories. So as we move forward in this discussion today, let's keep our focus on the evidence, on the science, and on the remarkable human journey of discovery that has brought us to our current understanding of this incredible spherical world we call home. Now, I have a short clip. I got permission from MC2 to post a Beast trip to Antarctica. How did Mr. Beast destroy Earth? And there goes the plane! Mr. Beast went to Antarctica to destroy flat Earth. We're literally at the bottom of the globe at the coldest place on Earth.
2: There's actually a ring around us that's containing the water.
1: They even think the sun moves between the smaller Tropic of Cancer and the larger Tropic of Capricorn, then moves back to the Tropic of Cancer every year. Let me and you go to
0: Antarctica, spend a week there in the summer, and let's see if. The sun does a 360-degree circle all the way around. As if so, it's a ball. But what about the
1: sun? Did it ever set? The hard part about Antarctica is the sun never goes down. You don't know when it's night or not. They're probably asleep because it's 4 a.m. The sun literally never goes down in Antarctica. So night one was rough. It's the next morning. I don't know if I'm supposed to get out of bed or not because
2: the sun's just always up. 2:30 30 a.m. and the sun is as bright as ever. That's because here in Antarctica, the sun never sets.
0: Just goes like this. The sun does a 360-degree circle all the way around us. If so, it's a ball.
1: So let's have a look where the sun would have to be on Pancake World at 2.30 in the morning.
0: They were at Union Glacier, which is the same time zone as southern Chile, GMT
1: minus three hours. At 2.30 a.m. on the Terra Tortilla, the sun would be directly over the South Indian Ocean. That's as far away as possible from where Mr. Beast was if we use the Flat Earth map but the sun was up at the exact same time. All of North America was enjoying a dark, dark night, even though North America is much closer to where the sun is on the dirt pizza. Thanks James for hosting this debate and thank you everyone for tuning in. Let's keep the conversation grounded in science and respect for the work of great minds and in a shared pursuit of truth.
0: Thank you very much for that opening.
1: And folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, want to let you know
0: Modern Day Debate is a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. I'm your host, James. Our goal, our vision, is to provide a neutral platform so that everybody can everybody can make their case on a level playing field. Also want to let you know, if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button. We have plenty more debates coming up. And with that, we're going to jump over to Caleb's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us. Caleb, the floor is all yours thanks for having me james uh can you share my screen is it sharing now
2: okay perfect so we are debating modern cosmology or the globular earth claim versus flat earth claim. and and no i will not be reading from a script i will be going over a presentation that i made literally yesterday so is the earth a ball or is it flat let's talk the earth is not an oblate spheroid is it moved now did it move? Okay, there we go. Okay, I'll have to pay attention over uh, here. There is no accurate empirical way to substantiate the radius and circumference claimed by modern-day academia. It is purely just an assumption, usually baked into math equations and then reified into reality, into the minds of very religious zealots that just follow scientism without any question. Basically, people just take scientists' word as if it's just a straight-up fact. They don't need to know the details. They can't regurgitate the evidence or the academic uh, literature. They literally have no idea what's going on with it. They just, you know, believe. Kind of like a religion. Anyway, if the scientific method, which Ozean happily talked about, I think we'll be talking about that point. If the scientific method is demanded to be followed, the globe-earth proponents typically cry and claim insane things like the scientific method can be changed based on the field you are discussing. I've seen multiple people do this. It's becoming very normal recently. A lot of GLOBE Earth proponents are saying that, oh, no, 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 the the scientific method is relative. You can change the steps based on what kind of science you're doing. That is not how the scientific method works. It's very strict, and we'll talk about it further in this uh, presentation. So the GLOBE Earth proponents cannot substantiate, one, motion of the Earth in the form of axial rotation, orbit around the sun, or motion of the solar system. Two, physical convexity to the surface of the Earth, specifically the ocean's surface. To assume that the Earth, the ocean surface is convexing at a rate of 8 inches per mile squared, and yes, Globers, 8 inches per mile squared is an accurate approximation, which lines up with every other mathematical model of the curvature of the Earth, up to like 3,000 miles. <laughs> so we're definitely not seeing past 3,000 miles or anywhere near 3,000 miles. So very accurate approximation. Uh, they cannot substantiate the existence of a vacuum of 10 to the negative 17 tor adjacent to the Earth's atmosphere. Gravity, definitely, a lot of people are entertaining this Newtonian gravity argument. I will not be entertaining that. Uh, we're not going back to the archaic model of 1666, 400 years ago, to the stupid idea of mass attracting mass that's taught chill. Uh We will not be doing that. We will be discussing relativity and the bending and warping of a fourth-dimensional fabric called space-time, which has never been uh, proven through, science, through the scientific method. You cannot manipulate it. You can't feel it. You can't show it. Therefore, you can't follow the scientific method. It's just a pure thought experiment. Um, And they cannot solve the fine-tuning problems that exist within their model. I had a space there. Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of fine-tuning problems that plague all of cosmology. All of the claims about evolution, which we'll not be getting into. Anyway, either way, uh, there's lots of evidence for creation to the Earth. And flat Earth is one of them as well as distances to quote-unquote planets or the moon or the sun. None of that can be substantiated through the scientific method. I would love to hear an argument for why it can. Things that suggest the Earth to be a level plane. I agree. Positive evidence uh, or a positive plane requires evidence. To assume the Earth is a plane is to back it up with plane surveying, which assumes the Earth is flat uh, flat for 100 square miles. All long-distance observations made past the radius and circumference claim all prove and suggest that the Earth is flat. Fluid statics and dynamics, meaning when water is static and when it's moving, all suggest that the surface of the water is level, always. The simplest way to prove the Earth is flat is the oceans. Uh, The oceans are not holding convexity at 8 inches per mile squared. That's like the most illogical thing anyone can assume, and there's absolutely nothing to back it up. And all the pictures are literally admitted to be both other than a couple which they could be using trickery with models and things like that, taking outside of a out of a freaking uh, aircraft on the surface of the Earth. it's <laughs> secondary evidence. You can't just suggest, oh, NASA has a picture of the globe. They said they got it in 1972. You weren't there. First off, nobody knows who took the picture. They can't even decide who took the picture. So even the ones that are claimed to be real could literally be them making a model, and on the surface of the Earth, taking a picture of that model on the Earth's surface. No evidence otherwise. Uh, Again, long-distance laser observations, which FE Corps has done plenty. uh, Lasers shoot, and they do not curve around the curvature of the Earth. And whenever we shoot them over bodies of water, guess what? They show it's flat, because water is always level at the surface, proving the Earth to be a level plane. Long distance mirror flashes, mirror flash observations. We have observations of mirror flashes like over 20 miles from a zero foot observer, right? Globes dead, just there, literally there. You can just move on knowing the earth's not a ball. And I would also argue common sense suggests that the earth is flat. The amount of like mental gymnastics and just ad hoc assumptions you have to make to believe in this religion of globular earth is astounding to me sometimes. It actually blows my mind that people just blindly believe this crap Uh, i want to talk about math because i don't entertain math conversations when talking to globe earthers a lot of people think math is a definitive way of deducing something existing or not existing in reality math is descriptive science explains you have to use english to suggest something exists in reality you can't just do a math equation of m1 m2 over r squared oh there we go gravity's real law of gravitation No, it's a mathematical model describing the downward acceleration that we observe in mass. You have to describe with English how that works. And mass attracting mass is not going to be entertained. And bendy space time makes absolutely no sense and goes against all logic. So math can describe patterns and relationship. It It is inherently descriptive and does not necessarily imply the existence or corresponding entities in the external world. So simply math doesn't prove anything. You can use it, you can use it to be accurate, but at the end of the day, it proves absolutely nothing. We have to use science, specifically the rigorous scientific method. Let's talk logic. I like that ozine went over this. Uh, the positive claim does have the burden of proof. The negative claim does not. Flat is just a description of a surface. You can have a flat triangle. You can have a flat square. We're not specifically making a positive claim. We're just saying overall the Earth's surface seems to be flat. So the globe is, is specifying a very specific dimensions to the Earth's surface, the radius being 3,959 miles, the circumference being 24,901 miles. We need extraordinary evidence for that claim. I have been doing this for three years. There is none. We will not hear anything today that logically substantiates that the Earth is convex, at the surface specifically over the oceans is what I want. Uh, if I say I don't believe the Earth to be a parallel, Blake spheroid, it is now the burden of the... Op- burden of the opposition to substantiate their extraordinary claim that the Earth is ball. like I just went up. Uh, let's talk the scientific method. I like to go over these steps because none of the Globers know the steps of the scientific method. Observation, question, hypothesis, experiment. Experiment is necessary. Data collection, analysis of the data, and then conclusion. And you have to have controls. Sorry, Globers, I'm so sorry. This is never followed when giving globe earth evidence. They never mention dependent variables, independent v- the var- variables, and controls. A dependent variable is a variable that you measure in an experiment. It depends on the changes you make to the independent variable. So it's it's static, the dependent the dependent variable. The independent variable is the variable that you manipulate. I will need independent variables described. I will need dependent variables described, and I will need controls described and all of the evidence that is claimed to be evidence for a globe. I'm sure we will get none of that. Uh, uh, more evidence of modern cosmology being wrong. Emergency flight path landings. When we're flying from Auckland to Peru, we're flying on the bottom side of the ball if we assume the Earth's an oblate spheroid. And good enough, they cross the equator thousands and thousands of miles during an emergency flight path landing to land in Los Angeles. And then as you see here, if you map it over a flat earth, right on course. Right here. Vacuum next to non-vacuum. High pressure systems seek low pressure system every single time. You cannot show me gas pressure in the form without a container. The way that we measure gas pressure is the exhortation on the container. I can't just tell you, you know what? Um, Go grab me a handful of nitrogen, please. Just go grab me a handful of that. No, you have to have a container. So, proving that the atmosphere has some sort of container. I wouldn't make any positive claims of what it is, what the shape of it is, the distance to it, but the laws of thermodynamics and the laws of fluid mechanics necessitate that we have a container to our atmosphere. Just common sense, if you understand those A lot of globers seem to think that the uh, southern pole star and the northern pole star prove the Earth is a ball. Guys, wake up. You can't have a stationary star in the north and the south if we're on a spinning, wobbling pair shooting through a vacuum at 500,000 miles per hour as well as an expanding universe that all the stars are supposed to be doing their independent movements, independent of one another, but yet they stay the exact same for thousands of years like they're fixed in a medium or something. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, uh, here's the sun destroying the globular Earth. You can see over 80 miles, the sun is backlighting uh, the skyline of a city completely doesn't work on a ball. You can scream refraction and cry refraction all day. I will need controls in the form of independent independent variables to prove that refraction is casting the image up into the horizon like a superior mirage. That's nonsense. Another longer uh, uh, longer range observation was made, um, I can't remember the specific name of the guy. But he made an observation from Palestine to Crete. Over 616 miles, there would need to be 40 miles of physical curvature between the two points, suggesting, again, the Earth is over water, specific. Obviously, there's topography, right? Eisen, but water is flat. Every time that we observe it in reality, that's just common sense. There's the evidence for it. You can fill a large body of water in the form of a pool, and guess what? Unless a force is acted upon the surface of the water, it will be level. And last, but not least, Globers, they always cry. lunar eclipses, man. But if we're on the dirt pizza, as McTune would say, if we're on the dirt pizza, we should see a flat shadow. We see a selenylian eclipse, where not only the shadow cast onto the moon comes from the top to the bottom, debunking the globe can't work, as well as we're seeing the sun and the moon at the same time. And it's an often eclipse that is observed in reality. So. Most of the evidence that uh, I really want to make some laws of blurs, like like MacKun does, because most of the evidence that is purported to prove the Earth is a ball, most of it completely destroys it. So when actually analyzed, honestly, uh, other than that, I think that's my last slide, and uh, that's the end of my presentation. I guess let's get on to the open conversation. I'll stop sharing
0: for that opening statement as well. We're going to jump into the open dialogue. A couple of quick housekeeping things, folks. In particular, if you can hit that like button, not for me, but for you, so that YouTube's algorithm knows what to recommend to you more, so you can get the absolute best stuff you enjoy, but also, we're going to have open dialogue. I got to tell you, gentlemen, it's imperative that you guys get equal time. And that there are not interruptions. I can let a little bit go, but it's gonna be pretty quick. If there's a lot of interruptions, I'm gonna switch us into two-minute intervals. I'm gonna rule with an iron fist on this just so it doesn't get out of control. The other thing is, folks, do have to let you know there is a QA at the very end. So if you happen to have any questions, feel free to fire them into the old live chat. There are two ways you can do that. You can either tag me with at modern day debate in the live chat, or you can also use a super chat as those go to the top of the list. And with that. Thanks so much for being with us. Gentlemen, the floor is all yours for
1: Open Dialogue. Now, I don't understand, like, you, uh, just to point out, like, you say math is descriptive. Okay, that's fine. Math describes what a thing is, and then we use explanations to explain what we're describing and why that thing is the way it is. So when you explain things, you use both the description of what it is and the explanation for why it is. There's no problem in that when you're giving a narrative for why something is, so we can use math as part of our narrative. So I don't know why you're dismissing math entirely from these type of discussions. Not that I want to go into the math, but it seems like you ad hoc decided you're going to presuppose math was useless.
2: I mean, yeah, you you said it yourself. You need the explanation, right? You need the science. You need to use the scientific method as well as the math. A lot of people just think they can throw out math and prove something. So I'd like to hear what is your Green best April? evidence? Hold on, hold on. What is your best evidence for the earth being a ball?
1: Please go. So you need both. You need both the math and the explanation. Well, we weren't done with that. You responded on you, but what you just said. So you need both the math to describe what this thing is and an explanation. No. So you don't need the math at all. Just an explanation. So you don't need to say... Um, that it's five miles away and if we're going 60 miles per hour how long it's going to take to get there you don't that's not an explanation to describe how long it takes to get there you're just going to like oh it just took Mm -hmm. me a period of time
2: i'd like to discuss the actual topic instead of math do you have any proof the earth's a ball?
1: well that's just part of your opening argument part of your opening argument was that we should ignore math i want to get past that we're not going to ignore math if it comes up during the argument is that correct
2: do you have any proof the Earth's a ball? Can we discuss the topic at hand?
1: Yeah, I just showed a video of it. So obviously, what about that proof the as, Earth's a ball? Well, Dean Odo specifically said, if you're at the South Pole, I'm, am I you can, if you're Dean Odo specifically said, if, well, let me ask this. If you're at the South Pole, should you see the sun go all the way around you in a great circle?
2: I didn't see a time lapse of them showing a 24 hour I asked sun. you a
1: question. Can you answer the question?
2: I didn't see a time lapse of and them you, showing.
1: So you can't answer the question. <laughs> I'm not asking you about the results of their test. I asked you a question. Yeah, that's never if observed. You're, if you're at the South Pole and you see the sun go all the way around you in a great circle, would that mean the Earth is a globe?
2: No, it wouldn't necessitate that the Earth's a ball. It would be it would be interesting. It would be counter-evidence. Can I finish my point? Yeah, you good? I shut up. You seem to be talking anyway. So if there were a 24-hour sun. Which has never, ever, ever been observed. Never. There's not a time lapse out there of a 24 hour sun. Mr. Beast didn't show it. He showed multiple clips and he said, Oh, guys, believe us, it's two in the morning. He didn't show a clock or anything. That wasn't evidence that the Earth's a ball or that there's a 24 hour sun. Simple as that. So
1: it's called testimonial. They testified the Earth was, uh, that the sun was up the entire 24 hours they were there, which is just fine. I have no reason to doubt. Mr. Beast is lying. Why would Mr. Beast lie about the the sun going around in a great circle around them all 24 hours a day? 50 hours, actually. They were there for 50 hours.
2: You're genuinely asking me what my mo- what Mr. Beast's motive would be to lie about the shape
1: of the earth? Yeah, you're calling him a liar, so please explain why he's lying. No, the, yeah, I have the negative claim. You have nope. the positive claim. You just made a positive claim that he's being deceptive that's your positive claim. You have a burden of proof to prove to me that Mr. Beast is lying. Otherwise, you have to say, I just don't know. Maybe he's telling the truth. So
2: let me explain logic to you. If I, I say, am
1: explaining logic to you.
0: Can I to be sure. Let's give. All right. We'll give you about a minute, Caleb. Yep.
2: Thank you. So I have the negative claim in this conversation. It's specifically about Mr. Beast proving. And again, that's hilarious that you're using somebody else's evidence to give your claim. Like you took a video from McTune, knowing this conversation would happen and played it in your intro after reading a script. Either way, I have the negative claim. I'm saying, I don't believe Mr. Beast. I think he could be being deceptive. You're saying, oh, I think Mr. Beast is right. I have the, po- you have the positive claim. So your lack of positive and negative claim is not my problem, okay? So you have to substantiate that Mr. Beast saw a 24-hour sun. You cannot with the little 20-minute video that he provided, he did not provide a time lapse. He did not show any compass readings. He did not show any clocks. None of that. So
1: anyway, on to you. Let's hear what you have to say. Oh, very clearly.
0: Just to be sure, um, though, just to talk- back up, uh, if it is the case, and it might not be. But if Osian's right, Caleb, that if you did say that Mr. Beast is lying, and it's Osian's, you could say, piece of evidence that, namely Mr. Beast's reasoning, is it seems fair that he can ask you in what way or but maybe i'm wrong maybe you're like wait i didn't say that mr beast was lying i just want to be sure we're all on the same page because i'm not sure if people know where you stand on this
2: so i'm saying i have the negative claim with mr beast's evidence i'm saying he did not ask if you, that you
0: said he was lying um sure why not okay but so then Ozean, i think is saying like hey this was my piece of evidence uh namely that this Case or argument that Mr. Beast is putting forth, and then Ozian saying, "Okay, but can you explain to me how is Mr. Beast lying?" It makes you know. That's, it seems like it's reasonable to ask.
2: That would be asking me to go against logic. I have the negative claim, so I don't have to provide the burden of proof. So that's as simple as that. Well, that's just not the
1: case. You're making the positive can... claim that he's lying. So it's Sorry. it's
2: so if I if I tell you Ozian, you know what, man, I can jump a hundred miles into the air. Is it your burden to prove that I can't or my burden to prove I can't? If you're providing that Mr. Beast brought claims and evidence that the Antarctic sun actually exists in the form of 24 hours, you have the burden of proof, not me. This is extremely simple. I actually went over this in
0: my actual introduction. I don't know how we're doing. this.
1: No, you make a positive claim that he's being deceptive. I don't to get that bogged down, claim. forgive
0: me. But it sounds like this might be a good opportunity where we jump to something else. It is. It is mm-hmm. pretty clear that I think we're all on the same page. We recognize that Caleb doesn't want to explain why Mr. Beast is lying. He just wants to say it. So I think we're settled there. Yeah, it's impossible for me to prove why he's lying. Caleb, if you want to try to challenge something from Ozian.
1: I think he just did. He just challenged me, asked me for some evidence that the Earth. I was want to below. get on something
0: new because you guys well, can just saying the topic. over and over. I have the negative I don't have I do. that because posi- I don't have the no, positive over the negative. It's just if you guys just say it over and over, people in the chat will give me hell. They'll say, "James, this is freaking boring." They just keep repeating themselves. So let's go to something I,
1: new. I do want to, but I want to push back against another claim uh, because he's arguing that. He doesn't have a positive claim. This is globe versus flat, so we both have a positive claim that we have to support about the, sh- the ge- um, geometry of the Earth. So I wanna ask you a question related to the second law of thermodynamics, which states that in an isolated system, entropy tends to increase. I have a question for that claim. that sp- If you're claiming that space is not real and the Earth exists in a closed and isolated system, how do you explain the regulation of Earth's temperature? The sun clearly provides heat. Anybody can decide to experience the heat from sun. If intelligence was measured in sarcasm, I think you just won a Nobel Prize. Congratulations, Caleb. So the sun clearly provides heat. That's your facial expressions anyways. Playing a crucial role in our planet's energy balance. Without it, Earth would rapidly, rapidly cool. Similarly, human activities release heat. In a closed system, as you would have to have if, if you don't believe space exists, how does the Earth not overheat from these internal sources or freeze to a lack of eternal external heat from the sun? How does the flat Earth model account for this apparent contradiction, contradiction, I might add, with the second law of thermodynamics?
2: Does it have to do with the shape of the Earth?
1: Yes. How? Um, it's a, what's, what's the earth to you? What is it?
2: No, we're talking, you were literally just went on a script. You just read a script about the sun.
1: I read a question I had, so I could be clear on my question. Did you understand it? I could repeat it.
2: I answered no, nobody wants you to repeat your question. That's irrelevant to the conversation at hand. We're talking about the shape of the
1: earth, yes. not so this, the sun. This question had nothing to do with the sun. It has to do with the second law of thermodynamics to explain How we don't die from overheating if we're in a flat plane with a dome enclosed over us. How do we not overheat? I'm half expecting a judge to pop out and support a debate like an Olympic event. One for argumentation, but a perfect 20 for theatrical facial expressions.
2: Don't do that again, bro.
1: Then don't make your silly expressions dude. It's not an when argument.
0: when you're
2: making ridiculous arguments that aren't even relevant to the conversation, you're you're going to get all right. I'm sure people Let's, are face palming right now. It's All right, just because dude.
0: we've already heard much <laughs> of this, I do want to say all right, Ozian, so just for anybody who's new to the topic because you guys are much more familiar with these topics, is Ozian, if you just want to explain to the audience in terms of how it relates to the uh flat versus globe earth, we'll give you a chance to do that.
1: Yeah. So second law of thermodynamics and a pressure gradient and the earth not overheating from the sun is perfectly explained by space existing, the earth being not a closed system. And we get heat during the day from the sun and that heat dissipates during the um, night. And like if you get a cloud layer, it helps actually trap heat in. Like that's what is all perfectly explained by globe model and the math and the science and the testable predictions that we make from that. Matter of fact, just uh, the fact that we can predict lightning lightning strikes on the earth if we use a slightly oblate spheroid model versus a spheroid model. So my question to you, Caleb, I hope you can answer it now. On your flat earth model, how do you explain the second law of, third of dynamics and why we don't die from overheating.
2: To have gas pressure, you have to have a container. Or the do you even know what entropy means? What's entropy?
1: It's not my question. Can you answer the question? Are you avoiding? Is the this question? a debate
2: or uh, or like just straight sophistry, like monologue?
1: No, I Are you going to engage? I am. You asked me a question. I answered it with the. Okay, prove the, vacuum of, prove the vacuum of space exists. Prove the vacuum of space. Yeah, you do. Me, so you have a positive I, claim. I asked you Just to be sure
0: there's not, not too answering. much interrupting. Is that, okay, so Caleb, it sounds like, are we on the same page where you'd say like, okay, I do now understand. We've gotten to the point where you're saying like, I see no. how Ozian's case about no. the law of thermodynamics in particular has to do with the flat versus global. Birth. So it sounds like you, have cons- is it fair that you're we're on the same page there?
2: No, 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 we're not. Because he's not understanding positive claims. He's claiming that entropy in the form of gas pressure it proves somehow that the space vacuum exists. No, you need evidence. Do you have any evidence that there's a vacuum of 10 to the negative 17 tor coexisting adjacent to the atmosphere? Please, any evidence. Uh, go.
1: Wait, I think I asked you a question. Why are you asking me a question in response? Why can't you answer the question? You can say I don't know. I don't know why we don't die from like a thermal runaway because we're in a friggin' container, like a pot wow. on a stove with no heat coming out. And the the water will eventually boil and will eventually all die. You want die. me to answer? I, I want you to explain how that's explained on a flat earth. Yeah. Oh, yes, thank you.
2: Do you know what attenuation is? Explain What's it. attenuation? Explain it. Admit you can't define it.
1: Uh, I, I can explain it. I, I understand communications theory very well. Let's I hear understand, it. Uh, I don't need to. It's your argument. Present your argument.
2: No, let's hear it. You should explain understand it. my argument you if you understand to... it. Okay. I, know what attenuation,
1: I know what attenuation means. What Make is your it? Your argument. I don't need it. That's, is that about you? The same okay, argument? we'll just
2: go on without you, with, with just assuming Ex- you have no idea what attenuation Ex- is. Don't interrupt, it with me. The
1: word attenuation. don't interrupt me. you oh, do not being interrupt me. you not interrupt me. You're and sarcastic. Just present your argument. Don't interrupt me, buddy. Calm right, down. Deep We've got to jump in. Ask me a question please. that was responding. But can we split it up into times? Well, apparently you need that. What I we're going to do is. Because you won't stop. All right, gentlemen, please.
0: I'm being. Sorry, James. Just relax. So, what we'll do is. We'll go into one minute segments. I think Ozian, just if you can briefly ask the question that you originally asked, then we'll give Caleb. I need you to control yourself. Then we'll give Caleb a chance to respond. Go ahead, Ozian, if you can ask it very quickly and succinctly, and then we'll give 60 seconds to Caleb.
1: Caleb, how do you explain the regulation of Earth's temperature? All right, 60 seconds. Go ahead, Caleb.
2: It's not relevant to the conversation, but there is dissipation to EMR and EMF over distance. So the sun goes around the earth and that signal gets weaker. That heat signature gets weaker as it gets further away, not relevant at all. The flatter first globe just so we know, but I'll entertain it just for the conversation.
1: Okay. Get over to Ozian. Go ahead. Ozian for 60 seconds. Yeah. So you've seen, um, That we release light, like EMF, and that cools down the Earth? Is that what I said? You said EMF.
2: There's dissipation to EMR and EMF and heat signatures over distance, yes or no?
1: So, light. Yes, light will, like, dissipate. Yes, but where does it go? Oh, my gosh. What does the word
2: dissipation mean? I don't think it's possible to have a conversation with you. (laughs) I genuinely don't.
1: Where does it go? Where does it dissipate to?
2: It dissipates in the atmosphere.
1: So it just vanishes?
2: Yeah, it gets weaker over distance. Do you have any evidence why that doesn't happen?
1: Yeah, because power is not... First law, of thermodynamics, right? Power and uh, energy cannot be created or destroyed. So where does it go?
2: How do you prove that?
1: Well, you don't accept the laws as thermodynamics. That's okay. You don't accept that it dissipates laws,
2: over distance.
1: It expands, but it, it doesn't vanish. Wow,
2: this is it incredible. Can't be so,
1: destroyed.
2: Do so you as upgrade? you get for, first...
1: can energy be destroyed? Holy yeah. cow! Dude. You're like you're much more unbearable
0: than usual.
1: Is Everything okay? Well, that All would right, be the what person we're gonna I'm do debating is... with. Then
0: what we're gonna do is we'll give both Caleb a chance to answer Ozian's last question, and then Caleb, if you have any questions for Ozian, yes, I do. Yes, I. do.
2: Okay, so over distance, the heat signatures get weaker. You can prove this in your car. If you're in the front seat and you're closer to the heat source, it's hotter. As you get further away, it gets weaker, it gets colder. This is like extremely basic. Again, I'm pretty sure he's using a tactic to just like not talk about the entire argument at hand, which is globe earth versus flat earth. The shape of the earth, not the sun. So.
1: I don't know how we're here. Yes, I agree. Heat dissipates, but it doesn't vanish because heat cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change form. Heat, energy, and matter cannot be... Yeah, so ask me a question. Can you prove the vacuum of space exists? Yes. How? Uh, We go up with weather balloons. We see that the pressure goes down to a tor that we consider to be a vacuum, especially when we send um, aircraft to space such like the moon like we know there's a vacuum in space like we have some people that were there humans who's who's we? um experts in the field people i trust um people that were veterans in the u.s navy like um neil armstrong who went to the the moon who was a fellow shipmate i mean i didn't serve with with him it would have been a great honor served with Neil Armstrong it would be wonderful to meet him as a person but people like him yes I trust his word and his testimony that he actually did go to space what's wrong with that do
2: you have any primary documentation of this vacuum of space existing from yourself or no
1: you just believe other people primary documentation did I measure the vacuum of space myself personally yeah. did yeah, you no. measure the creation of the earth from god personally because you played you know you claimed in your opening argument in your opening argument you said the flat earth was <laughs> evidence that the earth was created so it is not a non-sequitur non-sequitur the, part of the debate because you brought it up in your opening argument caleb no it's it a red herring fallacy it's not a red herring fallacy otherwise you wouldn't have Look presented how mad it you are. i'm not mad otherwise this is in another debate tactic just if your facial expressions <laughs> were anywhere more skeptical, oh, they dude, need their own. Cons- dude, like I'm, I'm not gonna deal with your friggin' idiocy there, dude. You can oh, be polite. Add homonyms. All right,
0: let's no, let's jump. In. Let me cool. jump in. We're going to. Are there any topics we haven't covered that you guys would like to discuss? The shape of the earth.
1: God would want love to get evidence that the earth is flat.
0: uh plane survey.
1: Plane surveying—it's about close-in um, situations. You want to actually read about how they do plane surveying. I, I mean, I got it all written up. If you want to talk about it specifically, no, I don't
2: want to hear you read a script. So, I'd,
1: I'd rather you try to not read a script and have a dialogue. Oh, so I'm so okay. Tell me, why do they not use eight inches per mile squared for longer distances? Why is that?
2: Do you think they make long long distance observations in surveying?
1: Yeah, they use eight inches per mile squared in Ooh. surveying uh, for a long when they um surveyors okay do you have any evidence that yes show it from surveyors oh you told me not you told me not to no show your evidence i don't want to hear a monologue i want to see your evidence no show no it's 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 a what i wrote up where did i put it here it is
0: Folks, want to say while you're out Sorry. there watching, we do appreciate you being here. If you haven't yet, hit that like button, as it lets YouTube know what you want more of.
1: If you're like me, okay, go ahead. What was the end? Sorry. That for larger areas, um Tell specifically it. with geodesic surveying is used, which takes the Earth's curvature into account. Plane surveying is just a matter of practicality and scale, not a statement about the Earth's. Sure. So okay, when they do geo- when they do geodesic surveying, they have to take the shape of the globe into account, such like with me and my work that I've done as a commissioning engineer for substations. We have a line that goes from California. It's like up towards Canada is like 830 miles long. When they had to calculate the ground fault returns for that DC line to be- make sure it trips off correctly, they had to take the or curvature of the earth and to account for the calculations or the line would misoperate. That's just a fact. If you want to deny it, that's fine. You can call the people I work with liars too.
2: So where do we get our information for geodetic surveying? Where do they get their survey information to create a geodesic?
1: Uh, from the shape of the earth. What do you mean? No. Nope. Wrong. Want to try again? Sure. Why don't you tell me, Caleb, I'm not an expert in geodesic surveying. I can tell. They get it from plane uh, surveyors. This is not an argument, Caleb. But go ahead. I'll try to derail, buddy. No, call plane me an survey. idiot because you say, "Well, you obviously don't know mm-hmm. that." It's it's your debate tactic. It's how you engage in debate. But go ahead, Caleb.
2: They get it from plane surveyors that assume the Earth is flat.
1: No, they don't. Geodesic surveying does True. not deserve the Earth is flat because geodesic survey. You know what? What's a geodesic? It's a it's a not a flat surface. No, geodesic. A geodes-
2: you don't even know what a geodesic is. It's a curved path. No shit. You said it was curved. a Oh my gosh. I didn't bro. say
1: it was a sphere, <laughs> did I? Okay,
2: where did, the- where did geodetic surveyors get their evidence then? Do you have any evidence for where they get their survey data?
1: Where did they get it? They take the measurements and it match- matches the um, predictions of a curved earth. I don't know you what you're You probably shouldn't make
2: claims like this if you have no idea what you're talking about because it's going to be very apparent to anybody that looks into this that you're wrong.
1: Yeah, anybody can their, look into geodesic surveying. I'm still talking.
0: I'm still well, talking. You, you're insulting like, let's, me. Let's give, let's Don't give insult Caleb me in
1: your, your responses. Let's give, let's give Caleb a chance. I promise
0: we'll come right back to you, Poseon.
2: Yeah. So geodetic surveyors get all of their data from plane surveyors. And then they stick those short observations, those short-distance observations together, and then reify that the Earth's a ball with maps. All you did is commit a begging the question fallacy and assuming the consequent fallacy. Plenty of the fallacies. I hope that you're aware of you're committing. So, if you look up where geodetic surveyors get their information, they get them from plain surveyors that assume the earth is flat.
1: Good. You're committing a reification fallacy. You're actually taking their claim and seeing it it, it proves something else and other other than what they're actually claiming. You are committing the reification fallacy. How? By taking their claims, the the knowledge they're presenting, the information they're presenting that says this validates that the earth is a globe, and you're saying that they're wrong, you're committing the reification fallacy, Caleb, not me. Saying somebody's wrong is not a
2: reification fallacy. Can you define a reification fallacy? Yeah, I have it written up, too. You want me to go over it? No, dude, you got to read a script for everything. Do you have, like, anything up in here memorized? I
1: like you, Caleb, (laughs) if you want to be insulting, unlike you i like to be precise so Uh you yes so now i think i can ask you a question would that be fair
2: uh no i asked you to define a reification fallacy because you're using you've been
1: asking me tons and tons of questions we want to talk about fallacies i thought this was a debate about the shape of the earth okay prove the earth's a ball okay let's go over your your um debate
2: debate what are you talking about you mean introduction
1: you okay yeah, so your first thing you, you talked about, oh, um, let's go to the next one. What's the next one?
2: Dude, can you go off the, can we like have a dialogue off the top of our head instead of- No, you, just you like can't because, because you're
1: just insulting, dude. Ooh, oh, dude, dang, interrupting again. Yeah. You're pretty good at doing that so far. You asked so me a question, I answered it. If I wanted to evidence to pause, the earth as a ball, not to, to go over my question. introduction. Please, evidence the earth as a ball, no. No, you have to no, it's my question. Is it not? You've asked a question. I answered your question. Can you, you answer, answer my it. question? You read herring way and off. Topic, just because you don't like it. the answer so doesn't let's go back. You answer the question.
0: Caleb, will give you a chance to ask your question. But first, the question that Ozian had asked. I want to give him a shot. If you can reiterate that question, just re say it, and then we'll give sixty seconds to Caleb to answer your question.
1: Okay, so I have a question, new one. So how does the flat Earth model ex- explain the observed reversal of the Foucault's pendulum swinging in direction when crossing the equator? Can you show me evidence that that happens? Are you denying it happens? If you deny it happens, that's fine. Do you know how positive Dude, we went over positive claims,
2: Ozian. You got to show me. Show me a video, please. Show me, Ozian, Show me a video of that.
1: Spud condensation is not an argument. Anybody can go look up Foucault's pendulum test in the Southern Hemisphere, and they can see that the it changes um, direction to show your latitude on the Earth. You can do the math to verify your latitude. So do you have an explanation for why Foucault's pendulum changes direction when you cross the equator and why it doesn't? Well, there might be a little precession one way or the other at the equator, but if you're perfectly at the equator, it shouldn't process at all. So can you explain why it changes direction on, in the southern hemisphere? If not, that's OK.
2: It depends on your cardinal orientation of the apparatus. So again, you would need to like show some evidence, my friend. You'd need to show some videos of both sides before you make a claim like that and just ask for an explanation. So if you got the
1: videos, I'm, I'm very willing to watch them. If you don't understand the observation, you can just say you don't understand it. We can move is on that to another question. I'm not going to show a video, Caleb. This oh, is a debate. Okay. This isn't yeah. a show. Smug condescension is yeah. still not an argument, and I'm not going to continue this discussion if you're going to continue to behave in this Cool, panel. quit then.
2: Show evidence or quit. It,
1: it would be you driving the quitting, Caleb. that would be your choice. Smug no, condescension is not an argument. I can go, go into... to the next question if you want to go this is your
0: uh, great opportunity caleb you can ask a question and then we'll give you ozian 60 seconds to answer
1: just like we did for caleb
2: can you show me any measurements of curvature over the ocean
1: yeah. I could show a video of that. Like I, I did a video of a drone footage going up 150 feet in elevation that showed that the where the ship was exposed, more of the bottom of the ship was exposed as you went up in elevation with the drone, which is only explained mm. by the water blocking. The, am I speaking like you're just making histor- making noises just to say, oh, look Be at gone. this stupid guy talking, like, yeah, 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 talking, keep going. Anyways, I know this is your tactic, but So, my drone frequency in particular, if you've watched my debates, you've seen it specifically shows that water curves.
2: Do we see in Euclidean geometry or hyperbolic geometry?
1: Do you have a response to my conclusion or not?
2: This is very pertinent to the conversation.
1: So, yeah, then respond to it. I don't need another follow up question.
2: Do you know what Euclidean geometry is?
1: Yes, I I understand geometry very well, but you said you don't want to talk about math. Why are you bringing up math, Caleb?
2: It's not math. Euclidean geometry is math, Caleb. (laughs) It's it's straight lines versus hyperbolic. You can just say you don't understand, and I'll explain it. Do you understand Uh, it or no?
1: Hyperbolas, geometry is math, Caleb. You said you don't value math. Why are you bringing up math?
2: Are you just going to ignore the entire conversation and just keep doing this?
1: No, answer the question, Caleb. R- or respond no, no. to my response. I'm trying response. to respond.
2: I'm making sure you can follow. And I don't think you can follow. It shouldn't
1: require questions. I understand math. Yeah, it's going to require Caleb, questions. It's going to require val- questions, buddy. I actually value mathematics. No, you're not playing we, your, your script, Simple Caleb. question. I, I really, I need a response from Ozine here. You already asked me a question. I, I'm I talking. I'm
0: talking. All right. I already asked. What I'd like to do let's is, split it up if again. I remember right, the last question was asked by... Is it was
1: Caleb. Caleb.
0: Okay, Caleb. So, no, it was Ozian talking. No, nope. well,
2: no, it was. Yeah, I was looking for evidence that the Earth is flat. I mean, a ball. Yeah. So, I asked the question, and okay. he's saying that he has a video that he's not showing, and it's pertinent to the conversation. I can show it under, if you want me dude, to. Dude, I'm in the middle of talking, bro. You good? Then don't talk your about fa- me in the middle of talking. Talk right, so, so, why is your face
0: twitching, bro? Why is your face twitching? So what <laughs> we're going to do, Caleb?
1: <laughs> all right. What oh, we're going to do, Caleb? going to make fun of my threads, What okay, we're going to do, make fun of my Caleb?
0: What we're going to do is. Let's give him 60 seconds and then namely let's Ozian. you have 60 seconds and then we'll have Ozian ask a question to Caleb. Go ahead Ozian. you got that 60 seconds if you felt like you needed any more time to answer Caleb's question.
1: No I have drone footage to show curvature of water it wasn't part of my opening debate I don't know why I would be talking about it. Within this debate, so it's not prepared to automatically show it on screen. Caleb says he's watched my debates; he can go watch where I've shown drone footage. A lot of the audience members have already seen my drone footage. It shows water curves. I measured it. I showed the measurements.
0: Can I reply? You got All right. If you have a question, well, what we're going to do is have Ozzy and ask a question to you. But if you want to, as long as. Once we give you guys more time to talk about this particular subject, then we'll give the next question to Ozian and to ask you. So go ahead, if you would like to reply, Caleb. Sure.
2: So we see in hyperbolic geometry, the horizon is an apparent location created by us seeing in hyperbolic geometry. This is why railroad tracks converge when we're looking down them towards the horizon. So we don't see in perfectly straight lines. The ground ramps up, the sky ramps down, creating a vanishing point. So that boat had gone past the vanishing point, hence why if I were to show one video of the boat not being visible on the horizon and then us zooming in on it, that would show that it didn't go past the physical geometric curve of the Earth that's assumed, it's just an artifact of visual space being curved and the limit to our perspective. So OSEAN grabbing a drone and then going to a higher altitude to increase that limit of perspective to see the boat in no way, shape, or form substantiates that there's curvature to the ocean.
1: Well, it wasn't uh, at the horizon or over the horizon. It was way, way, way closer than that. So it has nothing to do with the apparent horizon, the the drone footage that you've seen, obviously. So it, it, that that would be a red herring to discuss the horizon. And if you're talking about, in your previous debate, you talk about the reason why we had that problem with perspective. I I don't know how this is a debate, but anyways, that your eyes are curved. My drone doesn't have curved eyes, dude. So the drone footage is seeing what it sees and we can see that image up close and personal, not from distance away. And anybody can see that the the water is curved. Anyways. That was not cool. Yeah. My question?
0: That's right. We'll give you a chance to answer your question. And what I need you to do is We'll give 60 seconds, Caleb, once you finish your question. I have to go to the bathroom. I had too much coffee. So what I'm going to let you do is ask your question, and this is by the honor code. Gentlemen, do me a favor. Let's let Ozzy ask his question, and then we'll give 60 seconds to Caleb, and I'll be back by the end of that 60 seconds.
1: Cool. Thank you, James. So in the flat earth model, how do you account for the specific rate of 15 degrees per hour drift when we're talking about a laser ring gyroscope inside of a building that's shielded? Um, that doesn't that doesn't allow for ether winds according to miller if you're going to appeal it to miller he says you don't experience ether winds if it's grounded and shielded which is which these measurements on the northern southern hemisphere aligns perfectly with spherical earth rotating every 24 hours how do you explain that on the flat earth
2: okay i'm starting to get back so the laser ring the ring laser gyroscope that Bob Nodell used, where they said, and they misrepresented him saying, oh, I measured 15 degrees per hour drift. He took that ring laser gyroscope to a higher altitude and measured more of a drift at the same latitude line. You wouldn't get a higher form of drift if it were uniform in relation to the rotation of the Earth, suggesting that they're probably picking up something rather than the assumed rotation of the Earth. So you guys don't even have an explanation for the Sagnac effect. If you say that it's actually creating a longer distance in the time of the rotation but in reference to the two lasers going across the entire concentric uh, apparatus, you literally are going against special relativity, which assumes that you cannot add V, velocity, to see the speed of light. Therefore, you have no argument. Your argument just debunked what you were saying. The, the
1: only thing... Yeah, the only thing that would refute is the theory of relativity, which it doesn't do. And that's that's sort of a, um, what's wow. that called? That's called a fringe science um, fallacy. You're appealing to fringe authorities and you're actually appealing to Bob Nodell as a fringe authority. This isn't a published paper for his test. I asked you a question. You said we shouldn't accept testimony, but you're accepting testimony of Bob Nodell. I think that's his last name. And his claims for his test with a lay through ring, jar- jar- I asked you nothing about him. So why should I accept, why is it okay for you accept Bob Nodell's testimony and for me not accept scientists testimony whose claims are verified and validated through this peer reviewed method? No, show me the peer reviewed method that they verified it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's see it. No, you're saying I cannot accept the claims of scientists, oh, oh. but you're accepting the claim of Bob. That was
2: weird. I, I didn't show the evidence. That was odd. Um, anyway, can can you explain the Sagnac effect within a relativistic paradigm?
1: Yes, because um, Ow. You got,
0: let's give him a chance. you want going to respond. let me
1: answer. Yeah, no, I'll meet. Yes. So as this light's going this way, right? The Earth is spinning. So this is so as the light's coming, this comes closer. That explains the Sagnac effect. And so when it goes the other way, when you're shooting the light this way. And it's spinning this way. This one's goes further away. That's why there's a, a a plus V here and a minus V here. Correction is due to the rotation of the Earth. Perfectly explained by a spherical Earth. It's rotating around the axis. Perfectly explained by a theory of relativity.
2: No, no. You're literally contradicting the special theory
1: of relativity. What are the two nope. g- postulates of the special theory of relativity? This is not a grill. I Maybe I should be able to ask a question. First oh, of all... You don't know? I all right, specifically... Gentleman. No, no, that's not what he said, but I specifically answered your question, Caleb.
2: You just admitted that you don't know the two postulates of... Spe- don't Google it. You're I can see cr- you Googling right now. I'm not Googling anything. You're
1: incredulity... What are the two postulates, then? You're incredulity is not an argument. I'm not answering a, a red herring question... In a field that neither of us understand perfectly has no, nothing to do with the no, argument. No, no, no. You Don't ask say me, that. You asked me how Gentlemen. they how they, what we get, what we measure can be um, aligned with theory of relativity. I explained it.
2: Do you know the two postulates of the special theory of relativity? Can you name them for me?
1: It's my turn for questions, right?
2: Okay, well, s- we'll take that as a new.
0: We'll give you a chance to ask your question and then we'll give 60 seconds to Caleb.
1: He did just ask a question. I think it's ask his question. turn yeah, to it, it, it questions. Oh,
0: yeah. Thank you. Caleb, um, so,
2: oh, man. Um, I mean, every question I've asked has never been substantiated, it's never really been entertained. Uh, let's talk about uh, how do we prove that the Earth is revolving around the sun? Parallax.
1: How do we know it's not parallax that the stars are just. What is parallax? What is parallax? The difference in the angle as it moves. Yeah. So, what if the stars
2: are just moving? They could be.
1: It's, so it's not proof. Up. So, yeah, there you go. It's not exclusive proof for revolving around the sun, right? It's the law of parsimony, the law of part. So, if you want to go on some Tycho module where all the planets are doing this wiggly, wiggly, wiggly dance around the earth you can believe that i don't believe that it's much more parsimonious to see that the sun is the center of the solar system and all the planets go around in a great orbit around the sun it looks more parsimonious it's more easily explained what's by parsimonious one, um occam's razor parsimonious
2: is occam's razor yes okay so it's to assume that the Earth is rotating around the Sun. We don't feel that with our senses. It requires more assumptions,
1: therefore, it doesn't abide by Occam's. Yes, you're asking me more questions, but that's okay. You don't feel most. This is a debate. You're going to get asked questions, buddy. <laughs> what, swan- are you, what are you doing? Let's Why are you let me OZ finish in. answering your question, buddy, and stop um, over talking me? Like with your history, histrionic. whatever the friggin' word is? Like your facial expressions, you just want to make a game out of this. But I will answer your question. What was well? What was the question? Really quick. I can't. I'm old. You don't so I don't remember the question. Well, it was fucking like two seconds ago. I forgot. Yeah, how did you forget it? Was, what was the topic? Ago. What was the topic? The Earth revolving around the sun. Okay, thank you. Um, but no, it wasn't specifically to do with that.
2: I hope it was it's about parallax.
1: Topic. So we see parallax. Anyways, we see parallax. Go on.
2: Yeah, Here's the stars move. Yeah, it's very simple. So even in relativity, oh. you do realize. Can I finish? Yeah, I you do I realize. Okay, you can say that. You do realize that the kinematic assumption of us revolving around the sun or sun revolving around us are equal
1: due to relativity. Well,
2: relative, you realize
1: It's more parsimonious to view conceptualize the movement with the sun as the frame of reference, inertial frame of reference for the solar system. It was a yes or no question. Uh,
0: the equal? answer
1: would be yes. Okay. It, but it's more parsimonious, Occam's razor, to assume that the sun is a frame of reference, inertial frame of reference for a solar system explained by gravity causing the motion, the orbits of the sun, the planets no. around the sun. Yes, that would be the law. Well, of let pars- me
2: explain why. Let me explain why that's wrong. Occam's razor says that the more logical assumption is the one with the least amount of assumptions. So when we go out in reality, me and you sitting on my porch, we're drinking some coffee, and we're watching the sky, we observe the Earth be stationed, that's how we feel it, and then we see the sun move across the sky. So due to Occam's razor, you would require more assumptions to assume that the sun is not moving, and we are revolving around it, therefore just destroying it.
1: No, actually, that's not the case because um, retrograde motions of the planets are, more, are best explained by them actually going in circles. So you would have to have some weird explanation for why. So a circle is a more geometrical shape. It's best explained by orbits around the sun. That would be Occam's razor being explained by one force or quasi force, depending on your uh, frame of reference there, if you're talking about Newtonian or Einsteinian gravity is best explained by one force where you have to appeal to why we see retrograde motion of planets.
2: Yeah. They just slow down in reference to the background medium. So they're not actually going like this. They're just sure. slowing down in reference to the fixed stars possibly. Yeah.
1: So you have to appeal to two assumptions where I'm only appealing to one. No. So, wait, and first of all, we were talking about the sun, bro. Why are you talking about plants? Because I can appeal to one thing gravity that explains the sun and the what planets. What is gravity? I can appeal to one thing, gravity, that explains the sun and the planets. Mm-hmm. You have to appeal to two different things to explain the sun and the planets. So my worldview fits Occam's razor that has the least amount of elements, the, limit, the least amount of elements. You have no. to assume it's true for the worldview. It's one the most likely true. You appeal to two, I appeal to one. Can you prove gravity? What is gravity? What is gravity? You're not let's going give to sixty see
0: seconds. The... Go ahead. Give give. Sixty seconds.
1: What is gravity? Gravity is the bending of space-time. How do we prove that? Um, lensing of light around the sun. The um, Mercury, let's go one at a time. Mercury and...
2: time.
1: so lensing
2: of light around the sun. Hmm. Do you have any pictures or videos of that?
1: Um, I don't need pictures or videos of that. We have papers that describe the tests that you performed. You don't need pictures for testimonial. Otherwise, you wouldn't believe the Bible was true. You have I don't believe the Bible Moses? is true. Okay, that, I'm not religious. So Way to assume then, my religion, though. Then you, nice. then you wouldn't believe that the earth was created because you haven't seen it. You have pictures No, like you, you, fine, like you presented in your opening argument. Come on. Yeah, so you fine. can accept you can accept testimonial evidence as as being accurate. You don't have to have pictures.
2: Uh, No, you can't just accept secondary documentation being the opinions and writings of others as proof. So if I ask you, hey, you know what, Ozean, I love that theory, you know, the bang and warp into space-time, that's incredible. You can't just say that exists without providing evidence. You have to show, like, pictures. Uh, You have to show evidence. And None of that is being done here as well as are you like are you talking about the the observation of
1: 1919? Is that what you're trying to say without saying it? I want to correct something you said about primary and secondary evidence. Let's have a dialogue. Let's follow the conversation. You you made a mistake. So when we're talking about primary sources, we're talking about the person that wrote it, the person that did the thing. So those papers are primary sources. Secondary sources would be people that wrote papers based upon those papers. Just clarify that. No, that's not anecdotal. anecdotal. That's primary versus secondary. What is anecdotal? Anecdotal is personal opinion, personal view of something. Yeah. So you can art. So personal testimony is anecdotal testimony. Anecdotal testimony doesn't mean false testimony. Secondly, it just means you shouldn't take the testimony on its own. It should be established Mm. by other things, which would be a test if they show you how you can perform it. That test has been repeated many, 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 Show many me one. times since then. Show me one. Yeah, let's go. Show me. Um, it wasn't part of my opening debate. So that would be a uh, red herring fallacy. If you're going to argue for my worldview, it should be based on my opening arguments. If you're going to argue for wor- your worldview, then it should be based on your opening arguments. That's how a debate works. No. You can't just gish gallop from topic to topic and expect me to That's respond to every doing. single one. You're gish galloping from topic to topic. Can yes, I, I talk? Agree.
2: Are you just going to like self history through the entire debate? My okay, lips so, closed. Okay, I, I was, yeah, you just opened. Yeah, so try to not do that again.
1: I was responding uh, so, to your insults.
0: Just to be like sure, did, who was who asked that? Do I remember right? Was it Caleb that asked the last question? Or I'm asking
1: for, asked? I'm essentially asking
2: what gravity is. And I'm asking for evidence of gravity. And he's going off on red herrings talking about logic. So it's very simple. It's very, very simple if you're claiming that the lensing of light around the sun proves the bending and warping of space-time, um, can you provide me the independent variable of that observation, the dependent variable of that observation, or if you can
1: provide like maybe any evidence that that actually happens in reality? That, that would be wonderful, please. Now, I'm going to point out your hypocrisy first because you made a, a, a false claim about primary and secondary sources, saying that it was a secondary sources, Pretty I well. shouldn't accept it. Then you accused me of doing the exact same thing that you did just moments prior to that, independent dependent variable. I don't give a shit about that, dude. Sci- and in in the initial argument, oh, first of all, I'm not a scientist. I can explain what it is. You won't accept the time itself. Could be a variable because you don't understand science at all or the scientific method. Your first dry man in their original opening argument, if you've ever read Karl Popper, you would have a clue about the scientific method. You would study the philosophy of science. He was actually a Jewish philosopher, he's really cool guy. You should check into him. But uh Karl Popper, a famous Jewish you a philosopher if who talked about the this this philosophy be a good of science. Yeah.
0: If you're still answering, pardon my interruption for that original question, but I do want to make sure that we give you a chance to ask a question back to Caleb as well. Yeah. But go ahead, Ozean, I didn't can interrupt. I...
1: No, when you talk about the scientific method, it's not just a method. It's whatever predictive model you can create to explain the observations. So there could be different scenarios. So in... Physical science, there's a specific type of methodology they use. And other type of sciences, there's, there's they do surveys, they do and more inductive work when it comes to stuff like that. To say there's one method for science would just be false, Caleb. Oh, but uh, that's can my I reply to that without... And I was kind enough to respond to your own red hair question, Caleb. It was not about my opening debate. <clears throat> that's not how debates work. You, you just gish gallop around. I think it's time for my question, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. If satellites oh, s- aren't... Or- okay, go ahead. Sorry. Pardon
0: my It's just that we I'm streaming from a new location. We just had the internet cut. I think that the stream will continue on the same link. Uh, but in case it doesn't, folks, we'll just patch it together later. But I think we're good. So, yep, we're good. Okay. Keep going, Ozzy. And pardon my interruption.
1: The, the, sorry. Um, if satellites aren't orbiting a spherical Earth, how does the flat Earth model explain the precision and reliability of worldwide GPS services that I can use to synchronize two clocks over 100 miles away that are not anywhere near any sat- or, uh, cell towers, not anywhere near anything like that, only have a view of the sky? Explain that to me. No balloons.
2: Uh, you would have to substantiate the claim that they're falling into geodesic pattern around the earth constantly. So you haven't substantiated your claim and then you're asking me to explain it.
1: Yeah, I'm asking you to explain how GPS work under a flat earth model. They GP- you you agree GPS works?
2: Is GPS closed source and or open
1: source? GPS is open source technology. Show me the open source. Oh, that'd be awesome, bro! You'd be changing everybody. You'd be changing the whole argument around the globe or flat Earth. Show me the open source code, please. It's math. What are you What are you talking about?
2: Can you show the open source code of GPS?
1: Here, tracking software, free and open source. You want me to share a screen so you can see open source information about? Yeah, tracking? show me the assumptions they're making. Yeah, and explain them. Assumptions. Now you're just not. Now you just change it, but for so I can show because his original question was, "Show me the source for open source GPS tracking Who's platform." Track Here's, car. One. Here's this? one. Here's one right here, Caleb. If you That's cannot run, you asked for evidence of open source te- um, information about GPS Related. technology. Here yeah. it is, right here. Done. Moving on. My question. Show the co- Show the code. Well, you actually never answered my question. I asked you to to demonstrate how GPS works on a flat Earth.
2: Okay, so I'm not denying that satellites exist. They could be propelling things in the sky through the electromagnetic field or the electrostatic field. So they could be using advanced technology to levitate things up into the sky that catch ether drift, similar to what they're doing with the ISS probably. As well as it can be explained with a, a thousands of balloons that they launch every single day for weather data, uh, and literally the uh, the way that we transmit information from nation to nation is done through undersea cable. All of them would all happen in part.
1: Okay, good. So like we talked about Occam's razor earlier. I just appeal to gravity. Now you have to appeal to all these other forces to you explain- You have to substantiate gravity. We, that, but I only have to appeal to gravity. i not have to substantiate it. Gravity yeah, explains the obse- observations we have. You have to appeal to all these other special things, <laughs> even to explain GPS, where I only have to appeal to the theory of relativity. So Occam's razor, once again, go ahead with your question. You wanted to ask me about electrostatics?
2: No, no I just want to point out to the audience that you're just assuming the uh, the reality of general relativity, but you haven't provided absolutely any evidence of it. You just said uh, light lenses around the sun. Wow, incredible. With no evidence. Super funny. Is it
1: my turn? Yeah, it's your question. Um, l- I don't... Mm,
2: I'm going to need a second to like actually think of something because everything no that I've brought up has just been completely avoided. Uh, like not so a general not answer to anything. I've
1: answered I every give you
0: question. I want to give you a chance to come up with a question, Caleb. Ozian obviously disagrees with what you last said. I don't want to cut you off, Ozian. I know that you're wanting to defend yourself, but we'll give Caleb a chance to come up with a new question in the meantime both ozian and caleb are linked in the description as you can see at the bottom right of your screen right now folks it says want to hear more from our guests check out their links below and that includes at the podcast so all of our debates at modern day debate are not only live on youtube that's how we do them they're live it's always live it's like monday night raw so afterwards we upload them onto the podcast so you can find Modern Day Debate available on fine podcasts everywhere, including Spotify, Apple, you name it. If you've heard of this podcast app, whatever you have in mind, we're on it. So check us out on your favorite podcast app. Caleb, looks like you're ready.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd like to stick up to the actual topic rather than going on a bunch of herring. So other than assuming when you create a, a drone and you raise its altitude, seeing a boat again do you have any other like better evidence that the earth's curved any anything better than that
1: yeah i also showed drone footage of um, the sun being re-shown over the horizon i've also shown how you can redirect satellites or redirect satellite antennas to a satellite and it would the trigonometry would only work if the earth was curved you can check out that footage too if you want to i'm not going to show it here but yeah i have other evidence now it's time for my question right
2: no, no, no. We're gonna keep going because we usually go back and forth on a question. Oh yeah, go. So, go do out. you have any
1: measurements of the curvature of the Earth? Any measurements or anything like that? Yeah, I just told you. I trigonometry. I, I videos showed aren't. Their...
2: No, no, no. You hypothetically... measurements. I, I'm talking. I'm talking. Just calm down. It's okay. Just so this you me hypothetically.
1: That's not okay. I'll I'll let you respond. You don't have to insult me in your responses, Caleb. You get. Don't insult me, and I won't interrupt you. You get. Don't insult me and I want to interrupt you. You good? You good? You look like you're broken there. You keep insulting people. Don't insult me and I want to interrupt you. Go ahead. So you hypothetically
2: assuming that we're connecting to satellites in no way, shape, or form suggests the earth is curved at the surface, my friend.
1: How does it do that? That's my question. You were asking about my drone footage. Now you changed it to satellites It's my question why you why you just okay i'm just i'm around? just gonna expect you not to
2: answer anything you just ask your question we're good to move on i guess like you're not just gonna address it. just go satellites ahead OZ. orbit
1: the worth is best explained by theory of relativity i don't know how hard that can be everybody you're, you, do you GPS. think yes do you think you're offering something of substance by saying what you're saying seriously Yeah, you're talking about topics I didn't bring up in my opening discussion. I don't have to stick to your
2: freaking topics and your introduction, dude.
1: Then you should argue for your positive claim, which is that earth is flat. I know you like avoiding the burnout proof because nowhere in this debate were you able to substantially answer any of my questions. You just reversed it around and asked me a question. But I do have a question. How do you explain that things fall down?
2: Buoyancy relative density, and electrostatics.
1: Can you explain it?
2: Yeah. So, if a helium balloon is not an anti-gravity machine, it's simply less dense relative to the medium that is encompassing it, seeking equilibrium up. A tennis ball is more dense, so if I add energy to it and bring it at a higher altitude and drop it, it seeks equilibrium down. The downward bias is set by the positive of the electrostatics in the atmosphere seeking equilibrium with the negative of the Earth. And no, the surface of the Earth, probably McToon coached it a little bit. Uh, McToon's wrong. So the electrostatic sets the downward bias. Buoyancy and density can override that being less dense than the relative medium and seek equilibrium up. This can be proven by the experiment that David Wise did with a balloon that was completely neutrally buoyant with the atmosphere staying in one singular spot and him adding a negative and a
1: positive charge and it going up and down. Simple enough? Cool. Yeah, cool. So I, I agree the atmosphere has around a 400 uh, kilovolt difference. from oh, the surface of the earth. No, Oh, no. Uh, voltage is always in reference to something else. You're completely wrong. So okay, to see this... It. Okay, so I, I understand electricity very well. So at the surface okay. of the earth is negative 400 kilovolts. It has to be in reference to some other thing, has to be. And you know what? You know you what? Mean? Coulomb. You know what a coulomb is, Caleb? A coulomb is six point two four times ten to the eighteenth electrons. That's what one coulomb is. So uh, electron flow. Electron Are you going to attack flow, my argument? Electron flow is from negative to positive. So when you say the earth is negative 400 kilovolts, and that's the atmospheric voltage in reference to the atmosphere. If you continued, instead of just Googling and read the thing, click the link, it tells you that's the atmospheric voltage from the top of the atmosphere to the ground. So the ground you treat is negative 400 kilovolts. The earth you treat is uh, zero volts in this thing. So you would treat, or not the earth, but the atmosphere you treat is zero. Electrons flow up, Caleb. Electrons flow up from negative to positive. So if there was any bias due to, no. due to the current flow, it would cause things to go up, not come down.
2: Dude, you are dude. You are rewriting electrical field theory. So no, in I'm your not. mind.
1: Are you, oh, I let you talk. Uh, well you're, you seeing you're seeing stuff you're seeing stuff you don't know. Let's show go over, and prove your. Let's show the source. Show the pictures, Caleb. Show let's the pictures. Go over
0: to Caleb for sixty seconds. Yeah, please. Sixty
1: seconds on intro So in electrostatic
2: field theory, the positive flows to the negative. So you rewriting, oh my gosh, this is going to get clipped. Oh, I'm I'm still talking, still got 60 seconds. Um, Either way. So positive flows to negative, not vice versa. I just had a conversation with Matt Reif last night, which is literally an engineer, and he explained this very well. So Uh, You're going against all electrical field theory. And I just want to note that Ozean, uh, he's not attacking my argument of how I explained why mass accelerates down. You're really good at just like completely avoiding talking about the topic at hand. It's actually really interesting. It's kind of an art.
0: We'll go
2: over to
1: Ozian.
0: Yeah,
1: so uh, you are correct. Electrical engineers, uh, when they analyze circuits, they assume power flows from positive to negative. But under physics, we understand. So this was based on Ben Franklin's <laughs> test with a kite. So Ben Franklin's uh, presumed what's called hole flow theory, which they're seeing the holes flow. So the holes would be positive flowing to the negative source. So that's what you're describing as hole flow theory. When you analyze circuits based on electron flow theory, which is what the physics is, even though the electrons may actually not be flowing like that's some theoretical stuff I'm not as good about. Um, electron theory, electron flow, which is actually what's flowing, would be from negative to positive. Caleb, not real, relying electrical theory. It is electrical theory. It's just describing the difference between how engineers and physicists analyze circuits. Engineers do it wrong, but it works because it's close enough.
2: Can we talk about your question? Can
1: you poke holes in my theory of why mass falls down? Yeah, because electron flow would cause an upward bias, not a downward bias. So you think just because I say, make it more coherent, please, more coherent, more specific. You, you're you the one that appealed to electrostatics. You're one that appealed to the Earth who had the negative 400 kilovolt um, voltage. That would have to be in reference to something else because you can't measure a voltage unless you're referencing it to someone, something else. What about That's buoyancy? And density? Works. Why are you, you just make... ignoring buoyancy? And buoyancy, density? And, uh, buoyancy. You have to use g, which is gravity. You can replace it with a acceleration. Uh, you can make up whatever you want, but acceleration doesn't describe any. The de- acceleration. What is g uh, describing in that doesn't equation? Doesn't say what it is. What is g so, describing in the buoyancy
2: equation? What is it describing? Ozian, you know, don't gravity. Google, just say no. Don't Google, okay. He's Googling. Wow, I'm um, looking at the audience. I'll just equation. tell the audience. I'm so, G up the
1: field equation uh, for, for gravity,
2: you're, it's good. Here, you can Google, I'll actually explain it. So, G in that equation is, is describing.
0: You are you, shit, you're just gonna keep interrupting? Let's give 60 seconds to Caleb, and then we'll Please. give 60 seconds to Ozian. Yeah,
2: so G in the buoyancy equation is is describing an acceleration rate of mass, which is an average of 9.83 meters per second squared. So you can replace G, the assumption of the archaic model of mass attracting mass, with A, an acceleration rate, and the, the equation works perfectly fine. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Thank
1: you. Yeah, you can substitute whatever letter you want in there, but you're describing gravity, so we use G. So if Here, I'll show you. Here's so I was actually looking up the Einstein field equations because I'm not, uh, I don't know theory of relativity that well. But this is derivation derivation of Newton's law of gravity. These are the formulas. So when you appeal to Newtonian, can you physics, read the
2: formulas to me and describe the symbols?
1: I'm not going to Caleb because I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to present my claim, and then all you do is interrupt. I'm ready for a super chats because all he complains every time. He thinks I'm interrupting him, but I only interrupt him when he's insulting me, but all he does is interrupt to ask further questions because that's his debate tactic. That's his style. Anybody who's watching Caleb, this is just the truth. Gotta ask questions to have a debate, guys.
0: We'll give you a chance, if you'd like to ask questions, Ozian, or I should say a question. It sounds like he's quitting and wanting to go to Super Chat. Let's give Ozean a chance. Is there anything that you'd like to? If you need a moment, just like Caleb did earlier. I can ask.
1: I got a question. Um, how come we can't see the southern crux, cross from the northern hemisphere, Caleb?
2: Because we see in hyperbolic geometry, the sky, really big. The Earth, really big. There's a limit to perspective. This is why we don't see the sun forever. And its size relatively changed very slowly because it's already far away. So the sun moves out of our limit of perspective extremely quick before it would get very small. The sky, as far as the fixed stars, is really big. We have a hemispheric dome that we see in, which is a limit to our perspective. Hence us having to go north to see the North Star and south to see the Southern Star. Very simple.
1: Uh, So you appeal to mathematics again, if you notice that. You appeal to geometry, which is mathematics. Why are you interrupting me, Caleb? Because you're wrong. Why you interrupting me, Caleb? We
0: do have to give him a chance. Yeah. Go ahead. 60 seconds for you as well, Ozean.
1: If you notice that, he, he said we should never appeal to mathematics when he's appealing to geodesic geometry. He is appealing to mathematics. He is appealing to mathematical axioms, actually. And he does not value those. So I don't know how he substantiates any of these claims he's making. And also, smug condensation is not an argument, Caleb. It's like... Acting like I'm stupid, it's not an argument, Caleb. Um, okay, I guess I'll reply to that somehow. Um, so I in my opening,
2: I said that mathematics alone cannot prove something, cannot definitively suggest something exists in reality. I didn't say it's not useful at all. So you're strawmanning me, first off. Second of all, I'm just describing how we see. I didn't say math or anything. We see in a hemispheric dome necessitated by Stellarium, and anybody that lives in reality, there's a limit to that view as far as that hemispheric film. No, that's the that's thought. I,
1: I didn't really hear okay. an explanation. I wanted the math is why I really wanted to explain why we I'm can't gonna see I'm not going to write Southern an Christ. equation for you for how we see in reality. That's well, absolutely ridiculous. Well, because you don't have a model that explains our observations that, doesn't, that definitely doesn't meet Occam's razor, law of pars- parsimony at all. But go where ahead with your question. Um,
2: how do we see over 616 miles from Palestine to Crete? How do we view that? How do we view the mountains from where there's supposed to be 40 miles of curvature in between two points?
1: How do we see that far? Um, I would have to look at your specific example, but the I showed in the opening. <laughs> the explanation would be well. Here, I'll I'll pull it up so everybody yeah, can pull see up it pull it up pull to. up the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, the explanation would be I'm not going to pull it up. It doesn't matter. The explanation would be there'd be three things to explain it. The elevation of the observer. I'd have to know that. Um, 150 feet. Oh, so you just did you take the picture? Are you just accepting somebody else's testimony that's true. Okay, so we can't provide anything you, that somebody else uses. That's what you keep telling me. I believe scientists, but I'm not supposed to.
0: But so you're, believing, sin-
1: you're believing like crack friggin people that don't even know the science at all that are fringe very, very wow. some of them are scientists like Miller's a scientist but his theory is fringe you appeal to people like bob that's not a scientist at all for your claim about friggin uh, the laser ring gyroscope but i'm not supposed to appeal to the experts that actually use the scientific method the people that know the scientific method the best much much better than either of us do Caleb, so I know if the I scientific method, so I you can know, explain, don't so, pull me so into if that. You want me to, you do not, because you're reputing actual scientists every time you open your mouth. So if you're no. talking about the picture, it would be explained by the, the elevation of the viewer, the elevation of what they are reviewing, the distance between the two things, and refraction of the atmosphere, which has to do with the temperature, and I think the humidity of the atmosphere during the time of the observation. So, I would have to see all the data to be able to calculate it. And I'll bet you every time a flat earther provides one of these pictures, you actually get the actual data. It proves that the earth is a globe every single time, such as a black swan, the wiggly friggin crane. You think that's Are you done? Are you just going to selfishly through the whole debate?
2: It's not softer. Okay, my turn now. Now it's my turn. Okay, so there should be 40 miles of geometric curvature in between the two points. It's very simple. All I'm looking for is if that's the case, let's assume the observer height was over 100 feet, and he was seeing the shoreline basically meaning basically it's at sea level of mountains raised up into the sky. What is causing that? How are we seeing that far when there's supposed to be 40 miles of curvature over 600 miles? Please just give like a succinct explanation of how that would happen. Well, I'll look at or just avoid it see or if avoid it. It's
1: actually forty miles over. You said six hundred miles of difference, so we need an Earth curve. Yeah, cal- six hundred and sixteen miles. Earth curve calculator. So let's do this in real time, okay? Yeah. So okay. So the audience, let's pull up a good one that does the observer height and stuff like that. Distance to opsy, distance to horizon. No, that's not the one. Which is a good one? Which one do you prefer?
2: I think they all suck. Use what you want, brother.
1: High height, target distance. That's not a good one either. Here's an advanced. There's Walter Bisland's calculator. Okay, so what's the observer height? It's uh, 150 meters or 150 feet, you're saying? So what's that? We'll see, call it 50 meters. Close enough. Um, distance to the target is how many miles? 640 miles? 616. 616, so... This is in miles, darn it. This sounds so boring. Like so, six hundred sixteen. I'm just looking for a 1. simple explanation. Not, well, you you asked, so nine hundred and eighty-five thousand meters. Is that right? Target size. I don't know. I'd have to. This thing's not making sense to me. I don't do the Earth curve calculator. So I don't know if it's forty miles a drop. Over 600 miles? Let's just get, let's say it's 10 miles.
2: Let's just say it's 10. How do you explain it? I'm not asking for you to go through all this. Just explain how we would see the well, object. Well, we have to
1: go through it all, Caleb. You,
2: you, I, I already know the explanation. Do you want me to like steel man the
1: globe, dude, so, so we five, can go forward? So 500 miles, it says it's about 31 miles a drop. I explained what it is. It's going to be um, refraction of the atmosphere. It's going to be the observer height and the height of the object. You're okay, it would have, and have to be refraction, and the distance be between the two objects. And you have to verify it's actually the object mm. you think it is, because a lot of times it's not. I think in some of them they were actually clouds. They were claiming they were mountains, so I'd have to say yeah, 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 you'd have to picture. prove that.
2: You know what I'm saying? It looked just like the exact mountains. You should really watch the video. Is I'll that it, the yeah.
1: one you're talking about? The one? Yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah, that's the, the one Tune that McTune said, Tune said it, clouds? it. Hold on, you're gentlemen. gonna get calm, calm. So there were clouds. That's the answer, Caleb. They were clouds. Wow. Prove it. It was already proven. So you can watch McToon's video. McToon I've watched it. I've it watched clouds. that.
2: He literally
1: go do the, the measurement yourself, Caleb. How do you so, prove it's cloud with measurements? I, I don't believe your measurement. I believe it's a lie. Somebody's How made, did you prove It's it? ignorant or is deceptive. I'm not going to accept your claim that is even relevant to the conversation or true. McToon's already done a refutation of this. A refutation, if you understand logic, it means he refuted the claim. It means the claim is, by definition, false because it was clouds
2: so mctoon did it so we shouldn't talk about it oh, okay. yeah, because Fair he knows the off. math yeah, sure. thank you McToon. Yeah, michael toon yeah thanks mc McToon. sorry
1: not mctoon mc tune i do wow. that it's terrible McToon comes off the tongue better it's mc tune
2: mctoon anyway McClown, MC-Toon. whatever you want to call him you can ask a question after now
0: um i can do you
1: want another question caleb okay fine i have it my, my last turn. one here Uh, Sure. How does flat Earth model explain seismic data, geological phenomena like volcanoes and tectonic plates, which are consistent with the spherical Earth's interior structure? We can actually see um, uh, particles that come through the Earth from the sun on the other side of the Earth. So how do you explain all that data, actual facts, observations? How do you explain that? Do
2: you know how many begging the question fallacies you just committed? I accept testimonial evidence. You don't. Uh Okay, that wasn't my question. Um, Do you know how many begging the question fallacies you just committed?
1: Yeah, but answer to the question. No, okay. You're asking follow. me how what, seismic data works?
2: Oh, you're gonna keep talking even though I'm supposed to be answering the question.
1: Well, answer the question then.
2: Yeah, so there's movement to plate tectonics, plates, plate level. So there's movement, there's seismic activity under the surface of the Earth. Just because the Earth's flat doesn't mean that there's not seismic activity. This is like almost an entire red herring, the entire logic, like the entire question at hand. Like, ask me how, it's like asking how volcanoes work on flat Earth. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. They work the same. There's pressure mediation from the pressure of the soil on top of one another, creating pressure and that being released through a volcano. It doesn't even pertain to the question of whether the Earth's surface is round or flat. It, it literally makes no sense. It's, it's an illogical question.
1: Very incoherent. It doesn't work the same because the um, the Earth requires gravity, downward pressure um, towards the core of the Earth for any of this stuff to work. Plate tectonics don't make any sense moving around on a flat disk. They make sense on a... We're not on a disk. With the... With it makes sense on a no, wait 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 is
2: is No no. Stop. Whatever your claim you're is, you're me. You're okay, me. Is, the Earth is the a earth? level infinite plane. We're not on a disc floating around in a vacuum, okay. brother. This ain't 2015 okay. anymore. How can
1: anything? <laughs> how can anything physical be infinite? Talk about logic. Explain how the how
2: anything be physical? It, physical and infinite.
1: Be infinite. Yes. Explain. Do you that think
2: that's me. a coherent thing to ask me? Like
1: you genuinely think that's a good question? correct be sure claim you're seeing how do you expect me infinite. to answer that you're seeing it's an infinite flat plane which is incoherent it's an incoherent claim How's it incoherent? because it's incoherent to say a physical thing is infinite it's just like but the a, vacuum of space is infinite well it's like xenos like <laughs> anybody can look up xenos um so wait wait wait
2: is the vacuum of space finite yes how do you measure that how do you know
1: we haven't measured it. It's based on the modeling data.
2: Ooh. So, so what is what is the space expanding into if it's nothing? What is
1: nothing expanding into? Um, nothing when it expands, but we don't know if it's expanding into nothingness or something else. We don't know.
2: Space is already nothing. Like it's a privation of matter,
1: correct? No, space is something. Space what is philosophically, it? logically is something. What is space? Uh, it's uh, mass, energy, and fields. Matter, what? energy, and fields.
2: Yo, somebody clip that. Space is mass, energy, and fields. Wow. Yes. Holy oh, cow! Shocking. No, yes. space in in the form of a vacuum. Yes. Is mass, energy, and fields?
1: Yes. Matter, energy, and
2: fields. Yes. No, it's the privation of mass, energy, and fields. It's a. I don't think. What's a vacuum? Um, there's is no vacuum? such
1: thing as a perfect vacuum. You me I don't care. Space. What's a vacuum? Those so space. Um, what a vacuum, is a vacuum? A vacuum is something under a specific Tor value. I don't remember how the value. What is Tor? What is, tor? What is um, tor? The amount of pressure that the environment has. Really? Yes, it's a pressure measurement. It's the
2: it's the measurement you can do it in of PSI the psi. If you want to, it's the measurement of the privation of mass. So is 10 to the negative 17 stronger than 10
1: to the negative 6 or vice versa? Did I say mass or did I say mass, energy, and fields? Did I just ask a question? Yes, but you keep, you straw man and see I'm talking about mass. I'm talking about mass, energy, and fields. Space is all made up of mass, energy, and fields.
2: Is 10 to the negative 17 TOR stronger or weaker than 10 to the negative 6?
1: It's, uh... So in relationship to each other, ten to the negative six would be a higher pressure. Oh,
0: gosh. Oh.
2: Is okay. I'll ask again. Is ten to the negative seventeen Tor stronger or weaker? There's two words you should reply with: stronger there, or weaker.
1: No, that's that's a what's the word? What's the word? That's a fallacy too. It's like wow. It's called a false dilemma fallacy. You're actually attributing like some value to it of being smaller, uh, greater, or weaker when. Actually, it's just one is a higher pressure and one is a lower pressure.
2: This is like talking to a third grader that's read one physics book and acts like he knows what he's talking about. There's no
1: force when it comes to uh, pressure. So It was very simple. I just asked if 10 to the negative 17 is stronger or weaker, and you you can't say stronger or weaker. Just say stronger or weaker. Which one? It's it's a false dilemma fallacy. You're misattributing the uh, value system. There's one, there's a, um, to value that's a higher pressure and one that's a lower pressure if you want to see a higher pressure is stronger and a lower pressure is weaker then i answered your question so is it
2: stronger or weaker
1: uh it does higher mean stronger to you
2: oh no i'm done bro i can't i can't do this amount of semantics let's go, next, let's go on to the next let's go on to the next question I think we've, be, I think we beat a dead horse you know it's what I'm saying not you can't answer Just it
1: calling me stupid I answered your question I didn't call
2: you stupid when did I, I call answered, you
1: stupid you said I didn't answer your question that's false I answered your question I explained I the fallacy st- I explained the fallacy by implication I I explained the fallacy and I answered the question this if you want to dumb. see stronger means higher, you that's directly why. did not Are there I any other topics
0: did. that you guys would like to hit before we do go into the Q&A
1: Did
2: Eratosthenes prove the earth is curved
1: Yes. <laughs> How? How did he do that? Um. He. There was a well, and I can't remember the name of the town. That no the, way. The, they knew during the solar um, solstice that the sun was right above that well, and there was no shadows cast in the well, and they were able to measure the distance between that well and another pole. Have like they any specificity, up, they like the degrees the, they or the miles? The shadows, and they did. They get yeah, it in uh, here. Let me explain it. Right, we, we do
0: have to. It. We have to give Ozi a chance. We have to give Ozi a chance. Of...
1: Okay. You, you yeah, asked fine. me questions. You asked me questions in the middle of it. They used like, I think it was like Coliseum links or something like that. But we basically know the size. So based on that size, so there is some room for error if the measurement unit they used. If we're wrong about it, then it was more than two percent off. But if we use the measurement we think it is, he was within two percent of what we measured. The um, size of the Earth is modernly using shadows and trigonometry and a well. Wrong. That's true. Eratosthenes. My turn. So calm down. Let's try not to interrupt now.
2: So Eratosthenes assumed the Earth. You see, uh, I hope I. I't no, to get this. No, I don't see uh, it. Hey, it's my okay. It. I'll read it. I'll read it. No, it's my turn. John. So you're good. Just calm down. Let's let's you try to be calm. Asked a
1: question, Caleb. Asked a question. I answered.
2: Don't ask it.
1: a question and be Let's, upset when I answer your so, question, Caleb.
0: Ozy, so, Osian interpreted your question as sincere rather than a rhetorical question. So, we'll give you a chance to respond now, Caleb. Please. Please.
2: So, Eratosthenes divided 360 degrees by 7.2 and got 50. Told And that told him the distance between Alexandria and Syene, 500 miles, was one
1: fiftieth of the total distance around the Earth.
2: Where did he get 360 degrees as the assumption in his math?
1: A circle. They just established that a circle had 360 degrees. You didn't answer the question.
2: Where did he get the 360
1: degrees that he assumed the Earth to be in the math? Where did he get that? It's an axiomatic claim for a circle, and it matched the prediction. So science would work. You would say, we have an observation. We are going to formulate a hypothesis, hypothesis is that the earth is curved, is the earth is a straight circle, sphere. And then they do a test to do an H1. Their hypothesis is if the earth is a sphere, I expect to measure this type of shadow. If, the, if, if I don't measure that type of shadow, then the earth is not a sphere. They do measure the shadow, the earth is curved. And they can measure in multiple locations and they can use that math to calculate the size of that sphere. I just want to note that you didn't answer the question.
2: I simply asked, where did he get, how did he get the assumption of 360
1: degrees that he did in the math? And you just like went on up? It's an axiom of geometry. An axiom geometry is a circle. That doesn't explain it. Do you know what an axiom is? It's a thing we assume is true.
2: An axiom
1: of a circle is 360 degrees. So you admit that he just assumed it, right? Circle, yes. Axioms are assumptions that we assume are true. To make to to do math, axioms. Math is full of, full of so he, axioms. Caleb.
2: So he assumed the Earth was a
1: ball. Did math around it, and that proves the Earth is a ball. That was his <laughs> hypothesis. That was his hypothesis was that the Earth was a sphere based on other yeah. observations they had. He did the math, and it confirmed that hypothesis was true. And then he was able to calculate the size of the sphere. But we've done much much better tests since Aristotle's, and just for the audience, just to be clear, when I said he proved it, I'm just using it in the colloquial sense, not in the scientific sense, because as Karl Popper would note, we don't prove anything in science because we use inductive reasoning, not deductive reasoning. Induction doesn't prove anything, deduction wow. says. So when every time you appeal to the scientific method, you're appealing to the philosophy of science, you're appealing to the the king, the god of philosophy of science, if you want to call him one, which is Karl Popper. Even though I think he was wrong about like, he goes all the way to solipsism; and he can't believe anything is true. I don't agree with Karl Popper about everything, but when it comes to the scientific method, I think he nailed it pretty well.
2: I just want to note that you, this was not a direct answer. So, he, well, you you did. Dude, I answered it directly. Can I please talk without being interrupted? Okay, so he assumed the Earth was a ball. Did math around that assumption that the Earth is a ball? So, in no way did he substantiate the claim that the Earth is a ball. He just committed a begging the question, affirming the concept.
1: No, it's not a fallacy. That's how science works. You formulate okay. a hypothesis, which is an assumption, then you test it. Okay, but he didn't—he didn't affirm the hypothesis that the Earth is a ball in any way, shape, or form. Yes, just assumed with it. the measure. He did with the measurement. No,
2: no dude. Oh,
1: yes. it's crazy! Wow, this oh, thats smooth.
2: I think yeah. I think the audience can decide if you understand that. If he hadn't measured the shadow, right? It could work with the local sun. It could work with the local sun
1: and a flat earth. So. No, it doesn't work with the local sun unless everybody Big has a personal n- uh. sun. Yeah, unless everybody not uh right. Nice. Yeah, you don't like to listen to people because if unless you assume like Iron Horse did, that everybody has a personal sun, it does not work on a flat earth. Why? Because everybody doesn't have a personal sun, everybody can go. What do you mean outside. by personal sun? Why are you old, why are you straw man? I said if you agree with Iron Horse that everybody has a personal sun, then it would work. But if you don't assume that everybody has a personal sun, then it doesn't work. You cannot measure why? those angles because you would not get the same the angle from your shadows on a flat Earth. The shadows would be much more extreme the further away from your sun are. Then you actually measure. Because Why? light travels in a straight line, Caleb. What are corpuscular rays? So, so light is bendy, wiggly. You think that, like the azimuthal grid of fishing. does light? Does electromagnetic?
2: Hey, buddy, does electromagnetic radiation have troughs? Yes or no?
1: Electromagnetic? Are you talking about the waveform of an RF signal?
2: This is very, very signal. Are you talking very, about very simple, form? buddy? Hold on. Let, let, let me, talk, me talk. Signal? Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk, buddy. Does electromagnetic radiation, which is a form of light, does it have high troughs, highs and lows? Yes or no? Very very simple. Yes or no?
1: You're using non-normative language. If you're talking about electromagnetic... It was a yes trend. or no. It was if a you, yes or no. If you're talking about... I'm going to answer the question. Wow. Because you're using poor language, so I have to clarify what it is. So if you're talking about uh, waveform propagation, there are peaks... Of the waveform as it propagates to the atmosphere. That is correct. We don't call them valleys. does and it plots. have highs and lows, highs we and lows. We don't call them highs and lows. We call them the peak of the waveform, the um so it's the, not in a straight line. It's not in a straight line. It depends dude, on the what? I can't you, so you're talking about RF, right? When we transmit RF no. it has, it has a no. frequency. No,
2: I'm not talking about RF. I'm talking about the entire spectrum, Ozean. I know you don't understand, but the entire spectrum is measured based
1: on the troughs, the highs and lows of the signature. They have a waveform, correct. So they're not straight, correct. They are straight. They traveled straight, Caleb. What are corpuscular rays? What? Co- this refraction What of are light.
2: corpuscular rays?
1: For your gish galloping changing topic, just want to point that out to the audience before I oh answer the question. Before I answer the question, and before you make faces and stuff like that, which which I do, my other button I have more of them. Anyways, because pusky rays are refraction of light through the Earth's atmosphere that that shines onto the bottom of the moon, so it gives a cool effect um, that we all see. But it's perfectly explained by where the sun is located, by where the moon is located, and by refraction. Like we have the models, we have the math. To explain corpuscular rays. I'm not prepared. You're just dish galloping, to changing topics. Thank you. Because you're not prepared to cover this debate. You just want to dish gallop and say, "Oh, look, they can This guy over here can't perfectly explain every phenomenon in reality. He's a dummy, and I won." You have provided zero evidence to prove that the Earth is a flat, infinite plane. This guy believes the, the ocean Earth's surface is level. He believes the Earth is perfectly, infinitely flat. Like no, there's topography. Straw man reality.
2: Highs and lows, There's mountains. Say,
1: there's mountains, but, bro. Okay, so he believes it's an <laughs> infinite topography of the Earth, like like Kyle Adams does. Are there infinite people?
2: That's straw man why are we
1: talking about my population? Are, because it's an observed claim. Absurd red herring claim. red herring you made the claim that the earth is an infinite flat plane dude you made the claim i'm you're ready digressing. for super chats ask me a question LA. i know i know that you're just trying to waste time ask to me get a the question. super chats hold oh, on let me let on me on get on turn my turn point out let me hours. get my point out
2: i i can tell you're just like literally red herring and just making this literally non-sequiturs to try to waste
0: time so that Projection. we get to questions
2: you haven't directly answered any questions. You didn't.
0: Projection. I, I do want to. All right. So do you guys have any topics me. you'd like to cover before we do go into the q and
2: I haven't got a straight answer to anything. I mean, he hasn't substantiated curvature. He hasn't substantiated the theory of relativity. He hasn't substantiated anything. So I, I almost feel like the back and forth is pointless because everything's just been avoided that I
0: brought on anybody.
1: And all you're doing is projecting your own debate tactic. And I have answered all the questions. You just no, don't you like have the answers. Sorry.
0: This is our opportunity to go into the Q&A. I want to say, folks, if you happen to have questions and you're new here at Modern Day Debate, if you put in a super chat, those go to the top of the list. Appreciate all of your questions so far. We've got a lot of them. But gentlemen, do you guys have any limitations on time? Because I actually have as much time as it as we need. But let me know if you guys have to cut out any time soon.
1: Um, I'm good to go. I do have an after show on my channel matters now. Um, every Caleb's welcome to come on, but, uh, I I, I can postpone it. So I'm good.
0: You got it. We're going to jump into this. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And thanks folks for your questions. We are at 313 likes. Thanks so much for your support. And like I said, it is a message to YouTube. If you enjoyed this debate and don't worry, we've got plenty of juicy questions coming up. You can tell YouTube, like, hey, give me more of this. I like this. Hmm, I like that by hitting the like button. So don't do it for me. Do it for you so that YouTube gives you more of what you enjoy. And we are at 315 likes. If we get to 400, Gets It is in the live chat. He said, he said he sent me a text. He said, James, if we get to 400 likes during this live stream, I will send feet pics to everybody in the live chat. So, folks, if you want some many, many mucho Feet pics of Witsit or from Witsit. Just hit that like button. With that, thanks very much for your question. Coming in from Kango44 says, Question for Caleb. Do you think, and we can't say this name out loud, but it's a sincere question. H-I-T-L-E-R thought that the Earth was flat. Probably not. You got it. LJ, thanks for your question, says, How do we have a pressurized system within a vacuum? Osian.
1: Like we have a pressurized system within the vacuum because second law of thermodynamics is best explained by having a pressure gradient. So we do have a pressure gradient. We can measure it with weather balloons. So um, that's there is no like high-level pressure next to a low-level pressure is a pressure gradient. Never actually reaches zero Tor, as far as we know, I don't think.
0: You got it. Thank you very much for your question coming in from LJ Strikes Again. Says, has gravity
1: ever been measured as force? I got keys right here, I drop them. So under that paradigm of Newtonian physics, we would call that a downward force is causing the um, keys to fall down. Um, I think um, William Harris in his last debate against Witsit was very good articulating describing it as we can consider it even under Einsteinian physics that we can consider it a force as in like, um, does Benny a space time is like the hammer or something like that, you watch his video. So you can sort of look at his force even under Einsteinian physics, but we don't generally consider it to be a force. Just watch the videos, guys. Megan Marie, thanks for your super chat. says, don't want Witsit feet pics,
0: but here's a like. Thanks so much, Megan. And I gotta tell you, I've never seen the likes jump up so fast as in the last five minutes. It just jumped big time. So thanks, Witsit. Robin Webster says, for the flat earthers, give me a reasonable motive for the concealment of the shape of the earth for over 2,000 years and how it would even be possible to conceal it?
2: Usually I don't entertain this question because it's much more logical to look at the evidence for the Earth being a level plane rather than asking like why they would want to hide it. But I can postulate some theories. Uh, I would say to hide God, um, to hide intelligent design, because if the Earth is intelligently designed separate from the celestial bodies, that would prove that God exists and designed the Earth, uh, as well as $100 million a day to NASA. Money's a pretty good motivator. I don't know. They want us to have a fantasy-based reality where we believe in things that don't actually exist so we're not critically thinking. Um, just to
0: You got it. And this one coming in from LJ says, "Ozian brought up the Big Bang while reading his intro. Scientific evidence relies on repeatable experiments. When has the Big Bang ever been repeated?
1: Um, so we don't have to repeat uh, the Big Bang to be able to repeat the... Um, empirical testing we've done to confirm that the Big Bang is lo- most likely explanation. Um, so all the Big Bang is talking about expansion from a hot, dense state. I guess I'm not a perfect, I'm not expert on it. And what we've seen is the cosmic background radiation and um, um, redshift. So that explains expansion in the Big Bang theory. Uh, we could hypothe. So people often like in a little bit with the singularity the singularity is a a mathematical artifact if we apply like the theory of relativity fully to the big bang go backward in time we would have to get to a a dense state where it actually forms into a a singularity but that's more a a hypothesis uh, based upon the theory of relativity but what we do know is that gravity um, breaks down at quantum states and we don't have a full theory of gravity, so under quantum gravity. So it may be the case that maybe it doesn't reach a singularity. We just don't know beyond the state of expansion. So we don't have to re-see the Big Bang. We just have to be able to perform the tests that measure the results based upon that hypothesis, which we do all the time. Can I make a note? Just, just a quick note. Is that cool?
2: I'd recommend really everybody short, look up... Pithy. Yeah, yeah. I'd recommend everybody look into the book called Seeing Red, written by Halton and Arp debunking redshift and blue shift in the modern form. So I just look at that book and you can debunk everything.
0: This so one coming in from Kang044 says, question for Caleb. You have clearly learned all your talking points from flat earth memes. Do you have any real qualification? If so, what are they?
2: Uh, straight appealing to authority fallacy. I don't need qualifications to buy the hundreds of dollars of physics books behind me and read
0: them and understand
2: them. So. Uh, appeal to authority appeal to credentials
0: you got Killed it. Robin, fringe
1: conspiracies
0: robin webster thanks for your super chat said why do flat earthers refuse to go to antarctica when offered paid trips this would be a way to falsify your hypothesis
2: dude give me give me the opportunity bro who's who's willing to pay for me to go out to antarctica send me the cash send me a couple of like 40 50 grand i'll go out there I'll spend some time, I'll see if there's 24 hours on somebody. Send me 40 50 grand, and I'll go. So, nobody's offered me that.
0: You got it. LJ says, If it's a globe, why doesn't half of the earth stay lit?
1: Um, it's uh, the a- angle of the axes of the planet like it changes as the earth rotates because of the axes. Like this,
0: you got it. This one from. Bango44 from New Zealand. It's always, I love seeing people from around the world. Says, for Caleb, have you ever had a scientific paper published? Have you ever performed an experiment in a university or commercial lab? Have you ever worked on a commercial project involving the application of any of the sciences?
2: Appealing to authority, appealing to credentials, saying that for me to have an opinion on science, I would need to go to a scientific propagandized institution and actually do science experiments. There is not relevant to me talking about
1: science. Long answer is no.
0: This one coming in from Awake in the Theater says, Globies need to stop saying that the MMX, quote unquote, disproved the ether. M.M. That's M as in Margaret. Mickelson Morley. Mickelson Morley experiment. They said showed that Earth is stationary. Please explain why, Caleb. I saying your name uh, right? They, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, Caleb.
2: Yep. So the mickelson morley experiment did not experience the sprint shift that they were um, expecting for the 30 kilometers uh, per second assumed rotation around the sun. So they basically say, "Oh no, this actually disproved the ether." They were they were proposing one specific ether. They were proposing a stationary ether. So it it disproved one side of ether, not a dynamic ether. Either way, if the Earth were moving, we can see that with movement, we can pick up this effect uh, effect in interferometry equipment, uh, hence the Sagnac effect. So if the Earth were actually revolving around the sun, we would see a higher friendship. They explained this in relativity by saying, no, 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 Uh, it actually is revolving around the sun, but there's time dilation and length contraction. So the length of the apparatus actually shortened. And made it look like we're not revolving around the sun. Either way, this is what led Einstein to say that there's no optical or terrestrial experiment that can prove the motion around the sun. Uh, so, for anybody to claim that they, we are revolving around the sun is absolutely insane because re- relativity necessitates that we
1: don't. You got I really need to respond to that too because that sure. was directed as attack against people that believe does disprove the ether. So, the Michelson-Morley experiment was measuring light. It determined that light doesn't have a preferred speed. So that's, that's all they did. So they said there's no ether for light to travel through. That light is not mechanical. That's what the and Morley did. Light and doesn't you're...
2: have a prefer- preferred speed?
1: Yes. So light is prefer- variant? No. What are you saying? Light's non-variant. So it doesn't, so it's not, so wait,
2: you're saying it doesn't have a preferred well, speed. I never
1: finished my statement. I let you, you don't. It doesn't have a preferred speed. You. What do you mean by that? So it's not constant? It's constant. That's what non preferred. So it
2: does have a preferred speed. Dude, As you're like
1: absolute speed.
2: I know you're nervous,
0: but try to think about what's coming up. This one coming in from by the way i never actually
1: reason? responded but i'll go on like he interrupted me in the middle of my response but i'm done go on next question sorry
0: i don't want to cut you off if you'd like to say anything else you can i'll give you a pithy response
1: yeah so a lot of people do say it disapproves ether, but what they were trying to measure was the speed of light through the ether that was it this
0: one from king144 thanks very much it says caleb why do they account why did they account of the curvature of water in tow tanks used to test boat holes you might not know about that as it's not flat earth meme <laughs> that's hilarious
2: so they might have done math and done a coordinate transform or a mathematical transform to assume the radius or circumference of the earth that doesn't in any way substantiate that they're actually accounting for curvature. So you can do measurements on the earth and it be flat and then transform those, those observations into a mathematical equation that assumes the radius or circumference. It's called the begging the question fallacy, Kango. next question?
0: This one coming in from, do you want to say folks, if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button. We have many more debates coming up. Maybe you're like, James, I already did hit the subscribe button. Duh got to tell you this, we just made a new channel membership offer. If you go into the live chat and you're like, man, like they have this slow mode on. What's going on? I don't want this slow mode. I want to be able to say as much as I want, as fast as I want. It is a 99 cent membership. If you didn't know this, your membership makes you immune to slow mode. So if you want to go in chat and you want to, as fast as you can, just rapidly, please send me feed pics. Please send me feet pics. You can do that as fast as you want, and slow mode will not affect you. And that, like I said, it's $0.99 cents for that brand new membership level we just added. $0.99, cents, so what is that? With that, thanks very much for your question. Awake in the Ether says, Ocean. can you demonstrate a ball having three different wobbles simultaneously? It's impossible, yet science claims the Earth wobbles three different ways.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure when we take a measurement, we only measure one vector at a time. So I don't know if it'd be possible because you'd have to measure that vector in one instantaneous given moment at, or not within a moment period of time. So I don't know if there's a way to measure all three at once. So
0: you got it. This one coming in from thanks very much. Hangover four 44 says, Caleb, please, please call Mr. Beast a liar live on this stream. I don't know what they have.
2: Yeah, Mr. Beast. in my opinion, Mr. Beast might be controlled opposition. Definitely a liar as far as saying there's a 24-hour sun. They didn't use a time-lapse to show that there's a 24-hour sun. He simply just went through the day without showing clocks or cardinal directions in the form of compasses and said, hey, the, the sun never sets here, bro. Okay. That that video in no way was evidence that there's a 24-hour sun. You need like a time-lapse of the entire day. I know you just like Completely adhere to anything that that guy says because it's supposedly evidence for the globular earth. But uh, no, he definitely lied about a 24 hour sun. We've never observed that. There's not one singular time lapse. The ones that are purported to be true have been easily debunked.
0: You got it. Thank you very much for this question coming in from Megan Marie says glass of wine and flat earth nonsense debates. Great way to end the week. Always good to see James modding. Let's go, Osian. You have a fan out there, Ozian. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Kango44 says Caleb, have fun in court with Mr Beast for defamation of character. This yeah, from, tell him sue me. Tell him
2: to sue me. Yeah, sue me Mr Beast.
0: <laughs> I would juicy to say the least. To Saka says Caleb, stop with the generic flurf keywords and stop hiding behind that petty burden of proof hardboard wall to avoid providing evidence of your own yeah i guess i'll i'll use less logic next time guys sorry about that this one coming in from deems traveler says ozian how do you explain the first transatlantic radio transmissions going 2500 miles in the year 1910 if
1: refraction why didn't he put that in his diary uh, they didn't understand refraction like we do now. I think that's a Mac. Oh, what's his name? It doesn't matter. Marconi experiment, I think, where they sent RF signal. It's also long wave of radio and also um, bouncing off the ionosphere. They didn't understand the ionosphere was there. So a cool thing about long wave radios, because uh, like he, um, Caleb was talking about before about RF, it has a waveform. So as those peaks of those waveforms go up they actually can traverse long distance like over mountains and stuff like that, like over tall structures. And you also have the curve of the Earth that gets around. And it also tends to follow the surface of the Earth due to refraction also. Long wave radio does. It's awesome.
0: You got it. Billy Philly 22 says, Osean, how do we never see the other side of a moon if everything in space is free to spin omni-directionally?
1: Uh we do see the other side of the moon. We got pictures of it. So we've spent spacecraft to the moon and we have pictures of the dark side of the moon. So um the the moon is in tidal lock with the earth. So the face of the moon is in tidal lock, so it's always going to be facing the earth. But we can't do the other side of the moon and seeing we have pictures. Robin
0: Webster says opinion. I love Robin. Opposite the consensus is a positive claim. I think they're saying, Caleb, that your opinion, given that's against the consensus, they're saying, therefore, it is a positive claim. What do you think, Caleb?
2: This is very simple. If you claim the Earth has specific dimensions, a form of a radius or circumference, and I say I don't believe those those claims, that's a negative claim. Like The fact that people can't follow basic logic is so, so, sad. so, so, he's just not
0: juicy this one coming in from do appreciate it jiffy jiff Wald says, 3k caleb is still sad from his spanking by flat the fight the flat earth is this true caleb
2: no uh craig has been completely manic ever since i have been just flat. it was it was incredible i absolutely decimated craig he couldn't have- it was actually worse with OSEAN. OSEAN did a better job of not answering any direct questions than actually uh, FDFD. It was actually worse than FDFD, I would say. So, you know, definitely.
0: You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. G.J. Moss says, So, Caleb, where can I find your own research which supports your claims? Um,
2: I don't know, Maybe you could use, like, common sense and realize that the ocean surface is not convexing at an average rate of 8 inches squared necessitated by fluid statics. It's just level contained by Antarctica, acting as a shoreline to the ocean. We're like in this big pond, okay? Antarctica is like the shoreline to a lake. Water always necessitates a container. The surface of the water is always level, observably flat. Therefore, if the ocean, if the surface of the earth is covered 70% by water, what can we assume? The earth's flat. You
0: got it. this. From Verbally finished says, My condolences for having a debate, Caleb. Jeez, he's sitting right here. Okay, this one from Deems Traveler says, James, where's the moderation at when OZIan plays these little five-second clips that insult Caleb? So childish. Oh, juicy. Well, this isn't your grandma's debate channel, as you know, so we let a lot fly. But Yahooligan says, after show for this debate, on Matters Now. That reminds me, both of our guests are linked in the description box. If you'd like to check out Matters Now, which is Ozian's show, you can. And you can also check out the link tree, which I've updated, Caleb. That is a link tree to Caleb's links in the description box, including at the podcast. Jiffy Jiffwald says, the cross rails in England need to take Earth Curve into account. You lose KK Caleb. Uh,
2: yeah, when people put three K's in front of my name, just so everybody knows, my girlfriend's African-American, so that's, like, really weird for you to say that. Um, either way, uh, no, just because you assume, like, just saying, oh, they had to take in the curvature of the Earth for railroads, that doesn't mean anything, that's no substance. Just because you're saying that they did math to suggest that the Earth, again, it's the same thing with the other guy that claimed that they have to do the radius and circumference claim for whatever, as far as ships or whatever he said It's the same thing. They could be taking real-world observations from the Earth, being a level plane, and then they could do coordinate system transforms in the form of math equations and assume sphericity. Just
0: assuming the Earth a ball doesn't make it a ball, unfortunately. You got it. This one coming in from Robin Webster says, Caleb, explain the time zones on flat Earth.
2: Oh, if you actually look, if the Earth were a ball, we should have 24 uniform time zones because there's a physical geometric cutoff in relation to the sun. We don't see that. We have 18 time zones in the north and 32 time zones in the south. Doesn't work on a ball, completely destroying the
0: idea that we're on a oblate steroid revolving spin. You got it. This is coming in from Robin Webster again. Caleb, explain the circumnavigators paradox on a flat earth. Okay,
2: so circumnavigation proves neither model. The earth could be flat, with the all compasses updating towards the center of the Earth, you can go in a circle on a flat surface. Circumnavigation, dude. Let's go.
0: You got it. This one coming in from Esteban. Ilabaca says, Caleb, geodetic surveys do not assume flat Earth nor use plane surveying. It's all based on angle angle measurements between three points of known distance. If flat, the angle would add up to 180, but it never does.
2: Yeah, that's just demonstrably a lie. Geodetic surveyors use planar surveying data. They stitch it together. People. I'm, I'm t- This is kind of my question. Um, so they stitch the planar, sur- the plane surveying data together and assume the radius and circumference similar to all the other times you guys keep saying proves because they had to use the curvature of the earth. Yeah, they use plane surveying data, which is the only type of surveying that we do in reality. So if it's the only type of surveying that we do in reality, they use the plane surveying data. They stitch multiple observations together over a long distance and assume the radius and circumference.
0: Juicy to say the least. This one coming in from Kangol44 says, question for Caleb. Considering the sun does not change angular size as it sets, please explain a sunset. Please don't say perspective.
2: Uh, Yeah, the sun's angular size demonstrably does change. I've actually posted a video on this on my TikTok. It does change. It changes very slightly because of the simple understanding that things at a great distance, the angular size changes slow. Things at a close distance, like my hand to this camera, changes fast. So the sun's a good distance away from an observer on the surface of the Earth. Hence it will change slow. And you can measure this. And the time lapses that have been uh purported to prove the Earth's size doesn't change have been analyzed in the pixels. It literally does change. So
0: that's this one from Kango44. Got that one. Matthew de Gregorio says, drop that ball. This one from Robin Webster. Osian, explain how the Coriolis effect proves a globe.
1: Okay, thank you, um, Robin. I, Robin was my first member on my Matters Now channel, anyways. But um, so the, the Coriolis effect is best explained by the Earth rotating across the axis and the atmosphere gains momentum and it goes out from, I think it's a warmer to the colder. I'm not an expert on it. And as it, it goes away, as the atmos- the air moves away from the atmosphere, they spin in clockwise and counterclockwise directions because the earth underneath it's moving so coriolis effect and you can see that with the Foucault's pendulum i should memorize like a, a theme for that if i'm going to do these more often but um i did read a script but so did caleb for his powerpoint and i think the audience will decide who wins i think the poll showed um caleb didn't everybody should vote on the poll
0: this one from lee khan the great james you're doing a great job earth and flat thank you very much lee khan said I do mean James, appreciate that. S- the Sacred says only thing that matters now is only thing that matters now is Caleb not referencing a satirical article about gravity again. Osian dodges a KO. Thanks, James. Flat Earth Fridays. Hashtag Twitter X. Uh was that wait, was that like I
1: can't
2: even understand. So was that from Sacred?
0: That was from Sacred yes. Yeah. So, so you post- me,
2: hey, buddy, it's my question. Uh, so, essentially, me the satirical, satirical article that I showed that gravity is not the archaic form of mass attracting mass. Uh, that literally, if you just Google, "Is gravity a fact," it will say no. So, and Sacred's a flat earther. That's really interesting. Wow, that he's actually agreeing
1: with. <laughs> wow,
2: yeah, Sacred. Yeah, you're gonna have some problems saying that. Buddy
1: you, well, you googled you, you googled and posted a satirical um article is gravity at, a fact you, you've googled and posted Is gravity a fact you googled and posted a satirical argument in your debate with um so i guess sacred uh, believes like in gravity now everybody Ooh. doesn't follow it's just it's, is it's, gra- it's, simple it's a question. simple
2: question simple question Ozzy, and try to follow along with the question is gravity a fact or
1: a theory uh, it's an observed fact, and it has a theory that explains it. The bending and warping of space time is a fact. That is a theory that explains the observation of things. So you just admitted it's that a we theory. Call... Nope, the observation's a fact that things fall down. That's the gravity's an observation. Yeah, fact. The theory which explains the observations is a things theory. Falling down is a theory that explains oh. the fact of gravity. Correct. Let's move on. Yes.
0: This one from Theodore Paul says, Caleb, do you have, let's see, they say you sound tiring. Oh, and a higher altitude increases the distance from the bottom of the boat. So in your view, it should limit the perspective.
2: I don't even understand what he's trying to say. You might need to read that
0: again. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. Theodore Paul says, a higher altitude increases the distance from the bottom of the boat. So, in your view, it should limit the perspective.
2: Oh my gosh, he's not serious. If you create, if you increase your altitude, you will see more on both models. I, that guy needs help. Stop drinking fluoride, bro.
0: So, I'm coming in from, do appreciate your question. Oh,
1: insulting.
0: Bob Sorry. says, "Give any experimental evidence of a hyperbolic frame of reference. Straight lines converging to the horizon, ain't it?" Caleb clearly doesn't understand. Okay, just saying I don't understand stuff. Earth is Life says, Caleb, what are you going to do when space tourism is a normal thing and people are posting selfies with the curvature of the Earth in the background?
2: I don't think that's going to start happening. I think there's a reason they keep postponing the Apollo missions. They just postponed them three years or so. (laughs) Great stuff, fantastic
0: stuff. It's it, gets it, says, wouldn't the variant propagation rate of light corresponding to altitude, direction, and the equinoxes, which has been proven, refute
1: heliocentrism? Um, it would, but science doesn't prove anything. Science is based on inductive reasoning, so he doesn't have any proof that his um, theory of relativity has been refuted. So he's talking like we would call that the Zegnack effect. And maybe there's not a complete agreement on what causes Zegnack effect, but is best explained the plus or minus V that he's describing. We have to do GPS, we have to do clock corrections on earth due to the earth's rotation as they reach each other. As we uh, align them to GPS times in orbit, we've been able to do these tests. So that's what he's appealing to. But um, I would need to see this supposed proof. Science doesn't prove anything. I reject his claim. Simon says you
0: played a belter, Osian. A belter. Well done. Love seeing Curly Caleb squirm. Thank you. Still from <laughs> pointless puffy says, all the visible constellations that rotate around the Earth's ax fix axis, pointing to Polaris, North Star, North, and Crux constellation in the South. Together, show us that a flat Earth is impossible. No, no.
2: The North Star, even if there are a stationary North and South Star, guess what, guys? That doesn't work on a spinning, wobbling ball that's processing around the sun and shooting through space 4.9 billion miles in a singular year with an expanding universe. We would observe something completely different, and stars would not be able to be stationary. So it's actually a representation of
0: You got it. This one coming in from. Do appreciate it. Pointless Poppy. We got that one. Jiffy Jiffwald says, Caleb keeps running from presenting evidence. He knows he has nothing substantial to support his religious worldview. Did I say religious? I mean, cultish.
2: I've shown plenty of things.
0: Just the assumption of
2: fluid dynamics in and of itself suggests that your surface level Planar surveying suggests that the Earth is level. It's the only observations that we make as far as uh, surveying in reality. They assume the Earth is flat.
0: I don't know. Like, Don't make it awkward, bro. No need to lie. This one from Philly. Philly22 says, kango 44 needs a life. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. There's a war among the questioners. Okay, this one from Theodore Paul says, Caleb needs picture book. Oh, how cute he goes doo-doo by himself now. What a childish person. Tell me, what is kinematics?
2: Kinematics is the relationships
0: of mass. Each other. I'm not sure if it, it might have just been that my connection was weak. Can you say that one more time? I didn't hear it. it, it chopped it's basically
2: out. kinematics is basically bodies in relation to one another. So the relationship of the bodies to one another. Dynamics would be explaining the force behind it. Kinematics would be the relationship of the actual bodies. In-
0: you got it. And Heracles, thanks for becoming a channel member at our brand new level of hmm. I like that, folks. As I mentioned, immunity from the slow mode in the live chat for just ninety nine cents. So check that out. This one coming in from Theodore Paul says Caleb needs a. We got that. Tim Pryor says, we ever going to have a debate where the flat earthers answer as many questions that they ask us or one where they don't talk about the globe all the time and actually have evidence for a flat earth?
1: I mean, we pretty much did equal questions, if you not. So I think, I think that just happened. Bro. I think he saw it pretty close to that.
0: Juicy. This one coming in from, do appreciate it, Richard Walker says, why does Caleb keep asking for pics, not feed pics, just pictures, as proof at multiple points that he would discount any as CGI, just as he does with all the pictures showing Earth from space?
2: No, you can use pictures in the form of showing an apparatus or an experiment. I'm not just going to say CGI. I say that the pictures of the Earth are CGI because guess what? NASA it's.
0: it just me? Did I just mute you on accident? Uh, Oh, Caleb, you muted yourself. We did. I'm just muted myself. Yeah. The last five seconds. I don't think people I couldn't hear it. Okay, okay,
2: I'll get closer to mic. so basically, uh, if there's pictures of an apparatus, like the michelson Morley, you know, documenting their apparatus as far as laser equipment and interferometry equipment, I can look at those pictures as long as, as well as evidence in the form of English. To substantiate whether something exists or not, so I wouldn't just look at a picture of like a ring laser gyroscope and be like CGI. I say that the Earth's pictures, uh, the Earth's photos, or sorry, images that are produced by NASA, they're admittedly photoshopped. They're admittedly computer-generated images. That's why I say they're CGI, is because NASA admits that they are.
0: This one from Austin Witze gets it. Says, doesn't GPS satellites using V? plus C to synchronize real inertial forces and a change in velocity relative to the center of ECI frame debunk relativity.
1: No, he's appealing to like the forces we actually measure, which is kinematics, without uh, trying to figure out what the causes of those forces are. So unless he can show some type of causal mechanisms that's causing that plus or minus V and, and not just saying it's a measurement we make with on, on Earth, because we do have the theory of relativity that explains it, and we do have the segneck effect that's ex- that is explained, that the theory of relativity explains on a rotating Earth.
0: You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it, John Malaya says, Witsit, top G of the flat earth. Wow. Run Boston Bear says, William and Witsit, what prompted Albert Einstein to derive special relative? Oh, we got that. That was, sorry. That was actually from a past one. Long day, guys. K044 says, question for Caleb. Do you think Witsit will be disappointed by your performance tonight? I don't know. Ask what's it. This one from Robin Webster says, Bowling ball and feather fall in the same vacuum. How?
2: Because there's no medium to impede their motion." Juicy.
0: This one from Awake in the Aether. 100 megahertz radio waves travel 2,000 miles. The ad hoc iconosphere can only reflect 40 megahertz or less. And you can't substantiate or demonstrate ducting. It's flat.
1: Um, I don't understand the question, I don't think. You want me to explain it? No, I just repeat it again.
0: They say 100 megahertz radio waves travel over 2,000 miles. The ad hoc iconosphere can only reflect 40 megahertz or less. And you can't substantiate or demonstrate ducting; it's flat.
1: I'd have to look at the Marconi test. I don't think Marconi uh, transmitted at 400 megahertz. As far as I understood, it was a long wave, which is low frequency. But I'd have to look at the test specifically. I don't have an answer.
2: He's not talking about Marconi. He's talking about specific microwave frequencies that have gone over a thousand miles. Uh, that would pierce the ionosphere.
1: How do you? Expect- I- I work on with microwaves and the work I do. So we use them for um, protecting high voltage power lines. They do not travel further than they should. We actually have problems with um, tower sway. And so that what you get is one tower would be at a higher elevation than the other. You do get some refraction, but there's nowhere on the planet where they're installing microwave towers at the, in two locations. that's not accounting for three things, the height of the tower that's transmitting, the height of the tower that's receding, and refraction between the two towers.
0: This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Pointless Poppy says, what is the acceleration if it's not gravity? A
2: relationship of buoyancy, density, and electric depth. So if there's, essentially, when you're measuring the 9.83 meters per second squared, which is an average that fluctuates, when you're measuring that, there's no medium to impede the motion of the mass. So if you evacuate all the medium out of the atmosphere in the form of a vacuum and then drop two pieces of mass, of course, they're going to drop at the same rate. There's no medium to impede them. They're just falling through a vacuum. This is extremely simple. It does not require the ad hoc assumption of bending warpy space. Right.
1: But you're not explaining. You're just saying there's kinematics. There's an observation we make and we can see the interactions, but you cannot explain what's causing the thing to happen you have not there's no impedance
2: in the form of atmospheric or any gases so there's no medium so there's nothing to impede their motion as they fall to the earth there's
1: your explanation buddy you're just appealing to observations you're not explaining what's causing it to happen what's appealing to observations Wow, i've never heard that before that's not my problem it's just called english your argument from incredulity isn't an argument to quote yourself because you don't understand my question
0: Okay, getting weird. Let's
1: move on. Reporting you.
0: We're coming in from 398 likes. Thanks for your support, folks. Seriously, it means more than you know. We are so close. Just two more likes and so many feed pics from Witset. Theodore Paul says, Cal, what is the equation for a two-point perspective? Uh, I think they mean Caleb.
2: Cal? <laughs> the equation for a two-point
0: perspective?
2: Yeah, I'm not going to be able to quote that math equation. That, that's pretty good. I don't know. I wouldn't know.
1: I'd love it if you it showed it to me, though. I'd have to see a picture myself, so.
0: You got it. This one coming in from. Do appreciate it. Caught in the middle. Says, micro and telescopes work. There's math between mirrors. How can we see so close and so far? No one disagrees with telescope and microscope mirror math uh was that okay. No, i no think idea. it was not really what i might be wrong i don't know
2: it doesn't seem like a coherent question like just saying like the math from microscopes and telescopes are accurate there's no way to deduce the distance to an object with a telescope
0: you got it this one coming in from tim fryer it says so matter takes up space if space doesn't exist then Ask him, where does flat Earth exist at?
2: (laughs) So this is just a a really
0: bad understanding of the word space.
2: So there's one definition of space being A to B, which is a measurement of, of actual distance. And then there's another definition of space being a vacuum. Two different definitions of space there, buddy
0: one coming in from do appreciate your question which it gets it ozian's twin brother i don't know if you guys know that but they're brothers he says ozian you do realize the statement quote space philosophically is something unquote is nonsensical right your religion
1: claims space is a privation Um, Okay, I guess I'll look up the definition for space when it comes to physics. You're saying it's a uh, privation of mass and energy. My claim is that space is made up of mass, energy, and fields. So space definition physics. Okay, what's it say? Space is a three-dimensional continuum containing positions and directions. In classical physics, space is often conceived um, in three linear dimensions. Modern physicists usually consider it with time to be part of a boundless four-dimensional continuum known as space-time. Wikipedia, the first century, I see nothing about privation. I understand what a vacuum is, but it's like everything. Everything's contained within space. Everything, including me right now. Yeah, let me. Let me so he's, he's specifically talking about the vacuum of
2: space uh, right here. Here's the definition. Uh, there is an absence of air and other gases leading to an extremely low particle density, so it's completely the opposite of what you're saying, is
1: what he's trying to get at. You. Particle density is mass, it's contained of mass, energy, and fields,
2: and it's the privation of those things. Just so you know, a smaller
1: amount doesn't mean it doesn't exist. There's it's no the privation, okay. there's no, there's zero no pressure. You. There's you know, no helping you. Let's I understand go on. the language you're using, but you're using that language intentionally to confuse people. There's no place as far as I know that exists where there's absolutely nothing like absolute nothing. Like no one's arguing that the opposite of not something is a philosophical concept that we don't actually take as true. All of space has something in it. As far as I understand, it's particles and uh, which is mass energy or fields. It's the lack of
2: those things. Let's no.
1: No. You go. You got coming in from
0: Tim Pryor says, so another debate with no flat earth evidence and the guy is only going to talk about the globe and demand answers about the globe. Shocking.
2: No, I, I literally gave evidence in my introduction. You should just probably go watch my introduction again. Again, guys, planar surveying, fluid dynamics, it's the default position to assume that the earth is flat because it's the only way we observe the horizon being horizontal. It's like, I do okay.
1: So science, if you use a null hypothesis a null hypothesis, uh, it's not that the earth is flat. The null hypothesis would be, I'm going to test if the earth is flat. The null hypothesis is, would be my measurements are outside the, the bounds of that. So it would be not flat. The null hypothesis, you're you're, your uh, presumption should not be any shape, let alone an infinite flat plane. This that way, was I not mean, relevant to It was.
0: Theodore Paul says, Hey, or Caleb, I teach 13 and 14-year-olds, and you act like them. And a vacuum isn't strong. You're ignorant physics. <laughs> Grow up and get some art on those walls, you soy boy. I added the last part, but go ahead
2: a lot of bad hominids that's very cool man very good arguments for the
0: earth ball. this one from kyle g says great to see you again oh, thanks for your kind words it says question for ozian was the eddington experiment accurate if yes then could you please tell us why it was if no then could you explain why it wasn't
1: Um, So this was an observation of the lensing of light around the sun. So uh, what we did is Einstein's theory of relativity predicted that um, light would curve around a gravity well. Uh, We knew like what to expect, like a specific star placements. Um, And Eddington um, predicted based on, on Einstein's model, that we would see these stars lens in the specific location rather than where they actually were due to the gravity well of the sun. He went out there and he did that experiment. They were ex- exactly where they expected to, de- to see it. So it supported his hypotheses that theory of relativity would explain where that those stars would appear to be in the sky. So I would not say it proves or disproves anything. It didn't falsify the hypotheses that theory of relativity was true. It supported that hypothesis. You got it. This one coming in from Pointless
0: Poppy. says 360 came from his own brain. That's how science works. You make an assumption, then test to see if your assumption is correct. If he was wrong, the measurements would not work with his assumption. Oh, Caleb, you did.
2: No, you just can't assume 360 degrees without any evidence of the earth being 360 degrees in actual physical form that's literally a begging the question you guys you guys, struggle.
0: this one coming in from squeaky eyes says i am an astro photographer caleb you claim to understand light can you explain focal length and exposure how do we capture deep space objects
2: it's based on ISO speeds, shutter speeds. Uh, I actually do photography as well. I'm an I'm an astrophotographer too, bro. I have a thousand dollar telescope and a sixteen hundred dollar camera. So, yeah, based on ISO speeds, shutter speeds, and camera settings. There's-
0: the guy forever. Thanks for becoming a new channel member at ninety nine cents. Welcome to. Mm, I like that. And you have immunity now in the live chat. You can send as many lewd and lascivious messages as you want with no limitations from the slow mode. Dragon Ice, Lake of Fire. Thanks for your question. Although, let me know, tag me in the live chat because if you had one, I didn't see one. It just hit. Caught in the Middle says not a hit against Caleb, but since Nathan is absent, Witsit is the ambassador. No one does it better. Need Nathan back, James, for the fun. Make sure that feedback. This one from Megan Marie. We got that one. Thanks for that one. Squeaky Eyes, we got that one. Adam Johnson says, question for Osian. You ready for this, Osian? Are you feeling I'll good? I'll try. Feeling lucky? I'm listening. They say, do you agree NASA wouldn't need money if there was infinite resources from
1: an infinite plane? Um... Well, money is just like the oil. Like this is an economic debate, but money is like the oil to keep an economy fluid and flowing to get resources. You're going to have to use that, that oil to grease the wheels, I guess you could say to be able to convince somebody over here to give you the tools and equipment and the material you need to build this over here. So if you would need the money. Yeah. I don't understand the question. I reject that. There's such that there's infinite physical stuff. Maybe there is. It's just there's some incoherency that we can't quite understand. So this one coming in from
0: Zizi Anaj says for Caleb, if you take a plane ride from New Zealand to Argentina, how long does it take? I'd have to
2: look at it and do some calculations. So to expect me to be able to answer that question right off the bat is just me.
0: I don't know if it's just me. Ozzy, and are you having the same issue as is- the connection seems choppy. I can't get all your words. Maybe it's uh, it's maybe you're it's probably just because
2: I was backed up a little bit. Is it better now?
0: It is better now. OK,
2: so to expect me to, like, give two different coordinate systems in the form of A and B. And as far as countries and say, how long does it take to fly there without me being able to look at a map and do some calculations with trade winds is just weird. So I'd have to look at the map.
0: You got it. Chris says, how long would it take to sail the perimeter of Antarctica? on a flat earth model oyster 72 did it in 72 days couldn't I'd be love on a flat earth model i'd
2: love to see an entire video of him going around the shoreline of antarctica an entire time lapse no cuts or anything with a clock on the side if he did that then that'd be
0: pretty interesting but i'm pretty sure he did not so the answer is you don't know david no. george says caleb How far can you see on the flat Earth, and what is the equation for that?
2: You don't need an equation. It depends on atmospheric conditions as well as observer height. So it depends on your altitude as well as the atmosphere. So the, the horizon isn't always in the same place. Even from one location, if we went to California and we observed the horizon day to day to day, it would flux. There would be a flux to it. It would rise and it would lower based on atmospheric conditions, letting us see farther and closer.
0: So that's an illogical question. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Squeaky eye says, Caleb, what is the death zone and why is it so? Why is it so hard to breathe above 8,000 meters? We'll accept words that start with G. Sorry, what
2: was the last thing you said?
0: that they will accept words that start with G. I think they're saying they'll look- Gradient.
2: Yeah, I know he's looking for gradient. That's what you're looking for. There's a gradient to atmospheric pressure in a container. You can observe this with nitrogen or other gases. It gets denser towards the bottom and it gets less dense towards the top. That does not necessitate the existence of gravity. That's just observable
1: reality with gas. The gradient. a measurement, you don't have an explanation.
0: This one coming in from Theodore Paul says, Caleb, what is the formula for acceleration? Uh,
2: mass times acceleration. I this don't one know.
0: Coming in from Theodore That's Paul. Not it. Or this one from Zero Codes says, Constellations prove infinite flat Earth wrong.
1: There's a limit
2: to our observable reality, bro. And we are not allowed to go outside that limit. No. Oh.
0: Just past 420 likes. Thanks for your support, folks. 420 is the magic number. Wits it. Check your emails now. He said he sent the feet pics. They're already there. So this one coming in from Earth First Space Later. It says Aries failure proved the sky is moving, and selennelian eclipses prove the Earth is not causing lunar eclipses.
1: Selenilian eclipses aren't lunar eclipses or refraction of light through the atmosphere I didn't hear the first part of that um, I don't you understand just, the first part of that
0: Wait, did you just say that
2: selenilian eclipses aren't lunar eclipses?
1: There, are where the light is refracting through the Earth's atmosphere No, they're selenium a form eclipses. of lunar
2: eclipse Yeah, they're a form of lunar eclipse, bro You should yeah. really do your research I understand what like it that. is no you don't
0: yes i do this one coming in from bob says caleb does witsit know you're stealing his shtick
2: uh just because we say similar things to describe reality doesn't mean i'm stealing anything that like to describe this like phenomena as flatter you would have to say similar things so no all flat Earthers say similar things so nobody's stealing anybody
0: you got it this one coming in from Jr. Caleb, you're a boss, bro. Don't entertain Ozian's emotional filibusters. My question yeah. is for Ozian. Neil Tyson says you can't see curvature within 110,000 feet altitude. Since when do you know more than him?
1: Neil de Tyson was wrong. Um, with your eyes, you can start. Some, some most people can start to see curvature at 35,000 feet above sea level um, you can that's horizon curvature um, you can see forward and backward curvature by watching boats go over the horizon so you can do it at sea level so you know, the other Tyson was talking about observations of horizon curvature and he was wrong about the height it becomes obvious at the height but you can see it as low as 35,000 feet above sea level
0: this one coming in from Theodore Paul says what are the transform equations Caleb
2: Well, I need some more specificity, brother. We talked about
0: a lot of concepts. This one coming in from Angle of Elevation. For like the last half hour, he's been claiming that, I like, ooh, the moderators are censoring me. No, we finally just got to your question. It's been a long list, so (laughs) chill out, buddy. Ah, Oz, they say, Ozean, if the universe started with Big Bang to expand outward, where did the force come from to collapse inward? those outwardly explosive particles, into stars.
1: If you don't know your model, I accept your defeat. Um, There was no explosion. It was expansion. We don't know um, what started expansion. We just know there was an expansion event from a densely hot space. Um, Like That's it. So I'm not sure what the question is. How do we know it? Cosmic yeah, how do know radiation, that? redshift.
2: What's well, the axis of evil?
1: Um, some claim people make about the problems with um the Big Bang theory. I, I'm not familiar with the actual claim, though, but I've heard it stated before by other flat earthers. I don't care. You should probably learn that are. if you're
2: going to claim that it proves the Earth is expanding, that the universe is expanding. I never know what that earth is.
1: Earth is expanding, so the universe. Universe. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've heard the argument before from blood earthers. I just don't, haven't looked into it. doesn't matter. And this was my question for me. And you just asked another question that's sort of unrelated. It's related in a way. I get it. This one from Robin Webster says, great job, Ozean. And why does the
0: sun rise at different times on Earth? I think that's for you, Caleb. Why does it
2: right? Because it's lowering and hiring in the sky and it's getting further and closer away from the North Pole, depending
0: on the time of the year. This one coming in from Professor Phil Bell says, Caleb, if 24-hour visible sun in Antarctica is proven, will you admit Earth is a sphere?
2: It'd be interesting evidence. I wouldn't immediately just say, oh my gosh, the Earth is a ball. That's definitely not what I would do, but it would be interesting for sure, but that's
0: never. This one from Kang044 says, question for Caleb. How do you know the earth is 70% water? Is it just selective skepticism?
2: That's the mainstream idea of how much water covers the surface of the earth. Like I don't know. Like, maybe it's wrong, but that's just the mainstream narrative.
1: Mainstream science, dude. Yeah, I accept it. Sure, I can
2: accept some and, and not all of it. I don't Select- have to accept. Hold on, my question. I can accept some of the narrative being the surface of the earth being covered 70% by water. That does not necessitate that I assume bendy, warpy space time, the
1: earth being a ball, curvature, all this nonsense. So uh, that'd be, uh, I can't remember that. The that was a claim with selective skepticism. So in cherry picking. But yeah, this one... generalization.
0: Coming in from Tim Pryor says... Caleb, millions of people have jobs depending on gravity's existence. Yes, it's a fact you ding-dong and learn the difference between theory and scientific theory. So it's a fact
2: that mass seems to fall at an average rate of 9.83 meters per second squared to the surface of the Earth. Now we have to figure out why it does that. And the theory of gravity is a theory to explain why that fall rate happens. Everybody agrees that mass falls at that rate, buddy. We got to figure out the why in bendy-warpy space-time has never been substantiated and never followed the strict ex-
1: explanation of the scientific method with independent-dependent variables in control. It hasn't been explained to your satisfaction. Most people accept the explanation of the tests that have been done. Can you explain the bendy-warpy space-time assumption using the scientific method every
2: single step and using controls in the form of independent-independent variables? Please do it. Go. That
1: I can post the papers, you can read them. Yikes!
2: I can post papers.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: this one coming There's in like from a Skepticism. Sorry,
0: Brian Lewis says, "Caleb, can you explain gravitational lensing in your model?"
2: You'd have to substantiate that gravitational lensing happens. Like you guys just like affirm the consequent and then ask how it happens. Gravitational lensing has never been substantiated again using the strict steps of the scientific method with independent, dependent variables and controls. It's never been proven to exist in reality. It could be a form of electromagnetic retardation, things like
0: this, but... This one coming in from Sarah Jones says, NASA needs to take a string of LEDs to the moon to spell out, quote, we are here, visible from Earth by telescope. This one from martin Camus says caleb how your mo- how does your model explain our 24-hour polar nights here in nunavik canada
2: uh i don't know exactly oh in canada it's so i assume that's very northern canada so the sun is on its furthest declination at the times that you're seeing that and there's attenuation to emf and emr over distance meaning dissipation in the atmosphere, so the sun is too far to push its
0: EMR or EMF through the
2: atmosphere to reach
0: You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it, Kennedy Carter. Flat earthers are far-right Grifters. Is this a psyop? I am not political.
2: I am not right or left, so that is the lie. I think that all politics is Oh I'm definitely not far right.
0: Robert Tazzi says, Ozian. how does a soda can with three times the pressure of the atmosphere pop when opened? Shouldn't gravity hold the gas down where alleged gravity is strongest?
1: No, because at the top of the can, there's one atmosphere of pressure. If you're at sea level, which in, within the can, for that small amount of air, there's three atmospheres of pressure. The fluid in there really doesn't compress. It's a lot harder to compress fluid. So really, all the pre- compressing is that small amount of air at the top of the can. When you pull the tab, what's being released is that small amount amount of air that's equalizing with the one atmosphere of pressure above the can. So the it's and it's the pre- the liquid inside that's pushing it out. I don't like
0: this one from your twin brother Witsit says all engineering requires assuming the earth to be flat up to 100 square miles wouldn't you need to account for curvature if earth was actually a globe
1: um no because you can a hundred square miles I, I'm not sure about the the drop in there it depends on what you're doing too I think if you were doing like a bridge and you're building the supports for the bridge they do actually have to do geodesic um, Um, surveying to be able to determine how to build the pylons and stuff for the bridge. But there might be other applications where you can use like the hundred square miles as a rough estimate, because we can, like, even like the work I do, some of the results can be within 20% error, depending on what we're trying to protect. Other things we try to get within a 3% error, depending on what we're trying to do. Other tolerances could be like a quarter percent error, a, Uh, an eighth of a percent error so it depends on the application how precise we have to be determines what type of um, um, method we use to make it simpler to do the job we need to do
0: this one coming in from do appreciate it robert tozzi says ocean earth's atmospheric pressure is 10 billion times 10 billion times greater than the
1: alleged pressure space where gravity is weakest how does this work? Um. So right below that. So we send weather balloons up and we can measure that the atmosphere does go lower. So if he's comparing the atmosphere at sea level with the atmosphere uh, the, of what we consider like the Karman line, which is I think is a uh, hundred miles or like 80 kilometers or something like that. Somebody could post that up what it is precisely. Then it's not going to be that gr- much greater atmospheric pressure here. But the difference... And atmospheric pressure between what we consider Earth and what we consider space is very, very negligible. The only reason why stuff gasses off is due to heat and expansion. Through that, otherwise the um, gravity holds it like our gas in, sort of stabilized at that pressure gradient.
0: This one coming in from Robert Tozy once again says, "Caleb, same question about the soda can versus alleged space." Pressure. I can ask that same question. So, No, no, I understand the question. Okay. So basically
2: what he's saying is that the pressure is so great, it cannot coexist next to a vacuum with really low pressure. Low pressure systems, high pressure systems mediate. This is just a fact. You can prove this by uh, going in a car and turning on the heat really high, getting the average heat or the signature of the car really high, and then opening the door in winter, and that heat and the cold will mediate. The same idea perpetuates and is uh, applicable to low pressure and high pressure systems. There's no way to have a vacuum of 10 to the negative 17 coexisting, adjacent to a pressurized system, those two mediums would mediate, we would all be dead. It goes against common sense. You can't just say gravity, gravity temperature.
0: This one coming in from do appreciate your question as well, Tim Pryor says, okay, fine. If we're so dumb, namely Glovers. Start using flat Earth technology and not ours. I bet you can't.
2: Oh, well, what's it just
0: detailed the way that we already do that? So? Juicy. This one coming in from Pointless Poppy says, there's nothing to impede the motion, but why is there motion at all if there is not gravity?
2: Because the downward vector is set by electrostatics, and electrostatics permeates. Vectors.
1: Very simple. Electrostatics are an upward pressure from negative to positive because that's the direction of electron flow. You can ask a physicist, not an engineer.
2: You're just wrong. Positive flows to negative.
1: Why do things ground? Does positive ground to negative? Ground can be either positive or negative. It depends. I've done it both ways. It depends on the application. doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, you don't understand electricity. I do understand
1: it. I do it for a living.
2: Yeah, if you read the Feynman lectures, he literally admits that the downward vector of the positive of the atmosphere seeks ground to the earth. You don't know what you're talking about. My question, so we'll finish
0: with my thought, and let's move This one coming in from Beams Traveler says, Osian ionosphere affects waves above 40 megahertz. Anything under isn't affected by ionosphere and goes through it. How does refraction explain Marconi when he used a frequency much lower than 40 megahertz?
1: Yeah, uh, it's just part of the signal could have been due to refraction. He is correct that most of the energy at low frequencies does pass to the ionosphere. It doesn't reflect off the ionosphere. It's just like most of the, it could be explained by is long wave radio propagation that it tends to follow the curvature of the Earth. You got it.
0: This one coming in from tim Pryor strikes again says the point is when we give evidence for the globe we don't talk about flat earth when you try to give flat earth evidence caleb you talk about the globe get it got it good
2: i don't know how many times we're gonna get this same question guys fluid dynamics fluid statics all suggest that the earth is flat because of the ocean surface our surveying, where we literally, the only type of surveying we do in reality, assuming the Earth is flat, suggests the Earth is flat. Long-range observations made way past the circumference and radius claim of the Earth suggest the Earth is flat. There's three pieces of evidence. Stop saying that. Really awkward.
0: This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Free Free Palestine says, question 2. The CGI globe lovers. How do you like that, Osian? Love <laughs> CGI. Stick that in your pipe. I'm thinking Creaky
1: Blinder right now. CGI.
0: They say, how do you verify the distance between us and Polaris at 432 light years ago? Why not one light year ago, Ozean?
1: Um, There is a slight, slight change every year. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but eventually it won't be at the same spot.
2: No, they actually changed the distance to polaris by like over a hundred light. So, uh, that's awesome.
0: yeah, it moves. That's why I said coming in for, or from Usmak. Thank you. So this question for Caleb, if the earth is flat, why do navigators need to know what a luxodrome is? Luxodrome. Am I saying it right? Loxodrome.
1: I, I don't know what a loxodrome is. Uh, I, uh, it's a rum line. Is an arc crossing all meridians of longitude at the same angle. That is a path with constant bearing is measured relative to true north. It's saying we're taking these great circles, like, and it gets further. The great circles get bigger and bigger and bigger as we get further away from true north.
2: Yes, so us having having to update our relative position relative to our cardinal direction as far as north, in no way, shape, or form suggests that the Earth's surface is favorite.
0: This one coming in, do appreciate it. Swampy Cubes has returned. Says for both, what specific evidence would you need to see in order to switch each other's positions? Great tonight, a great debate tonight. By the way, what do you guys think? We'll go with Ozean first. Let's put you on the hot seat, Ozean.
1: I would need to see an mind? infinite picture of the infinite flat plane. Mm. Wow. Okay, that's really illogical. Um, no,
2: I would not. need to... Yeah, you can't see forever, brother. The atmosphere is opaque.
1: It's your claim. Go ahead. What's your? What would you accept?
2: Really weird. Uh, I would need to go to Antarctica and see if there's more land or not, but due to the Antarctic Treaty, I'm not allowed to. Or That's they true. could let me go to the North Pole. One or one of the two. I don't think that. Uh, I don't know. And also, maybe fly me up in a rocket and show me the ball in its entirety, and, and I'd have to sign some documents saying if they kill me, my family will get retributions, But what are the yeah. other?
0: You got it. This one coming in from. Do appreciate it. Isa Kavir says, "See you in the after show." Ozean got to see you, a lot to cover a lot. Pointless Poppy says his measurements aligning with his assumption is the evidence that his assumption was right.
2: Uh, If he's referencing Eratosthenes, then no. Eratosthenes just assumed the Earth was a ball, did math around that assumption and said, oh my gosh, the Earth's a ball. He didn't prove anything.
0: You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Also, want to remind you folks, our, our guests are linked in the description. Pointless Poppy says, his measurements... Oh, we got that. Caleb, wouldn't the flight time from Argentina to New Zealand be different for flat versus globe Earth? Couldn't we just time how long the flight takes? Thanks, Ziznaj, for your question. Yeah,
2: if the Earth were actually spinning uh, and we had to account for the Coriolis effect when flying planes for the thousand mile per hour we would see something completely different but they can easily catch trade winds on the way back and, and admittedly trade winds go in one direction towards the equator another direction toward uh towards the antarctica so
0: they're catching these trade winds and making up for the time you got it this one coming in from do appreciate it ryan lewis says caleb Does the sun move at different speeds on the flat Earth? Tropic of Capricorn and Tropic of Cancer have different circumferences on your model.
2: Yep, that's why you get shorter days during the winter and longer days during the summer because its speed has changed relative to the time.
0: You got it. This one from Pointless Poppy says, prove that the Earth is infinite. If you can't and we can't prove the Earth is not infinite, the answer is we don't no. yeah i would agree with that
2: i would say we don't know if the earth is infinite but it seems like a logical assumption i can't prove it no i wouldn't i wouldn't say positively 100 percent the earth is infinite but it doesn't make sense that there's an edge to the earth so that's why i
1: caleb i mean this sincerely i recommend you go read about zeno's paradoxes when it comes to infinities it might help sort through that i don't have time to explain it here but zeno's paradox z-e-n-o It's cool information.
2: I'm definitely not taking literature advice for me, so
1: I'm good, brother. Fine. Don't learn logic. I don't care. Sorry. Next one coming in from Earth First Space Later. They say fluid
0: statistics prove how water works. The heliocentric model
1: claims that natural laws can be violated. Um, Nope. Um, I don't know what he means by natural laws. Sometimes they do an equivocation fallacy where they're saying like their claims to what the experience or natural laws, but uh, physics is about natural laws. Cosmology is about natural laws. Everything we experience is natural and all the explanations we have are natural explanations. It doesn't mean all the explanations we have are perfectly accurate. Doesn't mean we don't have errors in the explanations, but they follow the scientific uh, method and they're the best explanations we currently have to describe the world we all experience.
0: This one from the science of science says James is legit wearing red shorts with his outfit. It's true, it matches my tie. Christopher Metcalf says, for Caleb, why would the Earth be differently shaped than any of the other planets and stars we can see?
2: Yeah, they could be created independent of one another. So the Earth could have be, been created as a level plane and the star it like it's like it's like me going to you guys and asking. Well, if universes that we observe are flat, that means the Earth is flat. It makes no sense. Not everything we observe in the sky is a ball. So, no. They're, they're, basically, what I would say to him is, how do we know 100% that the Earth's surface is related to anything in the sky? There's no way to make that correlation. So, the Earth was created independent of the lights in the sky.
0: You got it. This one, do appreciate it. Tim Pryor says, way to deflect what I said, Caleb. How do millions of people have jobs depending on gravity? Answer it.
2: Okay, they use the law of gravitation. Nobody is arguing that mass falls at 9.83 meters per second on average. The problem is the why. I have a problem with the theory of why mass does that. So just because we all agree. So we can agree that things fall at that rate. We can use it in reality but I don't believe the theories that describe why that fact happens. This is like extremely simple.
0: Don't make sense. This one coming in from Robin Webster says, if global warming melts ice wall, will we slide off of the flat earth?
2: No, there's no edge. And I definitely don't believe in global warming. There's a lot of demonstrable evidence to show that that is not happening.
1: I would say if, if, if if we lived in a dome like some flat earthers claim, not Caleb apparently, then we the ice walls would have already melted. But go sorry,
0: this one coming in. Do appreciate your question from L J. says, why doesn't Earth spin under a hovering helicopter? I
1: think uh, this is be- for you, Ozian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because of the momentum of the atmosphere and the Earth, and the helicopter maintains that momentum um, why would the helicopter spin the blades of the helicopter are much much lighter than helicopters themselves that cuts through the wind they actually have to have a like the rudder the prop on the black to keep it from spinning at the same time the rotors do you can deny it dude but i did work on helicopters also
2: very and cool was- so uh so you're saying that conservation of momentum right yeah Okay, so if the if the helicopter flies up from the surface and then flies left and right, getting rid of that conservation, doesn't, why doesn't the Earth spin
1: under it? It doesn't get rid of it. It maintains it. But doesn't that didn't answer the it. question. I guess we'll move on. I didn't answer the question. You, you just lied about the claim. It does not get rid of that conservation of momentum by going side to side. It maintains that momentum the entire time until acted upon by equal or greater force. Moving, so if you're going... Um, in the direction of the rotation of the Earth, you maintain that momentum. If you go backwards, you're just subtracting that amount. You're going backwards. You're not getting the, rid of all of it.
2: The law of conservation. I don't think you understand the law of conservation of momentum. So they're arguing. Well, you that-
1: Explain it to me, since I'm too stupid to understand it, Caleb. Great interruption.
2: Uh, but I can't. I can. Definitely you're calling do that me for stupid,
1: you. so yes, I'm going to interrupt you. Why don't you just answer this the question instead of um, in- trying to imply that I'm stupid, Caleb? Just answer the question.
2: So they're arguing that the acceleration is being conserved in the mass of the helicopter when it leaves the surface of the earth. If you do independent motions in all directions, that energy is no longer being conserved. Your argument should then be that the atmosphere moves in lockstep with the axial rotation. That's what you'd have to argue. I did
1: say that. And that's
2: illogical. So how do you know that? Why does wind move
1: north, east, south, and west then? Why doesn't it just all move east? I think (laughs) you meant it maintains some momentum and not the acceleration and wind does go in all directions there's proving that really the atmosphere way, is not moving winds easterly pro- winds yet,
2: westerly proving winds. Pro- proving that the earth's atmosphere is not moving in lockstep with the earth's rotation
1: thank you the, the whole mass of the atmosphere is
0: yes this one coming in from I want to let you know folks by the way i just found out youtube lets me gift free memberships i get 10 per month that i can give away it just gave away five I want to say thanks for your support folks and the cool thing is you can say as many lewd messages as you want during the live stream even though we have slow mode on you can just boom bam bang every second you can send a new message this one coming in from lj Oh, we got that one king all four horses caleb has never formally studied never worked in any field has no published works so we should listen to him why because TikTok.
2: dude bro's favorite logical fallacy is appeal to authority and appeal to credentials i've spent thousands of dollars on physics books that i've read i don't need to go sit in a classroom and read the physics books to understand physics so i i don't i'd actually like to debate Kango i'd love to slaughter
1: tango live and i want to see your actual face so that'd be interesting but Versus appeal to fringe authority, which is what you do.
2: No, I just talk about science, bro.
1: Fringe authority. What's fringe authority? Um, Claims that are not accepted by the um, broad academic uh, field. So you actually appeal to people that have no academic credentials, like Bob Nodell when it came to 15 degree per hour shift. So you appeal to the fringe, not to the academics who actually know the topic that you're trying to talk about.
0: I'm pretty sure you just made
1: up that word, but let's move on. This one you coming in believe. from do
0: appreciate your question. Want you to guess who this might be from. Tim Pryor says, Congratulations, you agree. We call that gravity. I know you don't like that word, but deal with it.
2: There's no helping, Tim. I, I can't help this dude. I've explained it really simply that there's a difference between the what I would if Tim was here, this is what I'd ask him. What's the difference between the law of gravitation and the theory of gravitation? Uh, that answers your question. You, you should Google those.
1: One's math that you don't accept and the other I didn't one's ask the you. explanation. You don't this accept the math, coming.
0: though. Let's see. What was the last? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll give you the last word for that if you want, Caleb, since Tim was trying to target you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, j- I'm just saying nobody disagrees that the acceleration rate happens with mass. It's the explanation why. That's the difference between the law of gravitation and the theory of gravitation. So don't make it weird, Tim. Don't waste your money asking more stuff like
0: that. You're just going to get slaughtered again. This one coming in from Finch Streams says Caleb looking like a cabbage patch kid. WTF LOL.
1: Bad mm. hominems. I love it. You could mm. sell them for 10 bucks a piece. This
0: one from Zizanaj says, Caleb, in flat earth model, wouldn't the flight between New Zealand and Argentina take more than double the time than on a globe earth model? I'll buy nah. your ticket.
2: Nah, brother, not if you had trade winds that you could catch that are over 200 miles an hour. Uh, I'd have to look at the actual flight. You'd have to show it to me on the map, and I'm sure we can explain it. Similar to the other flights that we've had flat earthers take. That update relative to North proving that it's not the popular.
0: Just have a look at it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Earth first, space later, strikes again, says all of nature obeys the laws of nature. Water, gas, etc.
1: Gravity is just another word called magic um laws in nature describe reality it's not that the laws of nature um determine what reality does so reality does whatever it does we develop scientific laws which are mathematical formulas to predict outcomes based upon those mathematical formulas so he's this is sort of an equivocation probably yet again he's appealing to like what we call scientific laws and collating it to what he calls natural laws that so like God could create a natural laws to govern how everything works. Where I wouldn't see that's true. I see everything works the way it's meant to work. We describe that with laws, theories, and stuff like that. So,
0: this one coming in from do appreciate your question. JR says, Hey, Ozean, if we've quote-unquote known that Earth's a globe for thousands of years, why do all your globe maps show the tropics listed as Cancer and Capricorn? We haven't been in the age of Aries for over 2,000 years when the tropics were named.
1: Um, Just because um, old maps, they didn't explore the entire world because we didn't have satellites in orbit to take pictures of the earth. We have Google maps, I guess, like the maps were inaccurate. And also if you want an accurate map, buy a, a really good globe. They're pretty accurate and they'll show the distances. Like be cool if like a 10 foot globe in your room, I don't know how useful that would be, but that's what, how you could determine um, the earth. So I don't know why you have the appeal to ancient mass. Good, yeah, cool. This one from Pointless Poppy says,
0: Why do you keep saying there is no edge just because we haven't found one? Black Swan. Black
2: Swan. What does that have to do with the edge of the Earth if there is? I I just don't think it's logical to assume that there's like some point that we can walk to being the edge of the Earth. We just walk over and look over the edge. This doesn't make sense to me. So Hence why I think it's more philosophically
1: uh, correct to assume that the Earth is how do you measure distances if we're on an infinite flat plane?
2: We're confined to a specific location on the infinite plane within Antarctica. So, yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't, that was crazy. Wow, doesn't answer the question. Look up uh, Zeno's paradoxes. I, no. I implore you.
2: Let's move on. I get the last word. Let's move on. Really stupid. Drug.
1: This one from
0: Industrial Nerd says, Caleb, show us the physics books, all of them
2: on, right, give me a second. I'll go get some, but you can go on to the next question. I'll show them now.
0: Tyler 432. This one's for you, Ozie, and says, if a helicopter hovers over a stationary Earth, does it take a sniper to make Earth spin?
1: Yes, snipers cause Earth to spin. I thank you for the super chat. <laughs> that was this, a joke, people. <laughs> um, this one. Go ahead. No, go ahead, James. Sorry. No
0: problem. This one, next one is actually for Caleb. So we'll give him a chance to get back here. In the meantime, if you want to say, oh, there he is. Caleb, this next question is for you. You hear me? Yeah. yeah. This one is from Tim Pryor. He says, every time you miss, quote, Neil deGrasse Tyson, that's an appeal to authority, you hypocrite.
2: What I uh, I don't know I don't know what they, I didn't even talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson's entire
0: debate, but I'll show you some do.
2: of my physics books. No, that was that was a question. That was actually somebody's donation. Just go back and watch. life. Here's a physics book. Here's a physics book. Here's a physics book. <laughs> Here is a Neil deGrasse Tyson origins book. Here's Stephen Hawking's A Stubbornly Persistent Illusion, and here's an introduction to modern day astrophysics.
0: Mm. Thanks for showing us those books. No problem. This one coming in from two seconds page loading. Want to remind you folks. Thanks so much for your support. I'm excited. You guys, this has been a phenomenal debate. Don't worry folks. There's more to come. We're at 400. And let me check. I've got to tell you major props to you guys. This has been a very popular debate. So 457 likes. If we get to the big 500 Ozian and Caleb said they would also join in and send their feet picks to everybody in chat. So, folks, we do appreciate that support. Hey, I will too. Let's you know keep things fair. This one comes from Tim Pryor says every time. Oh no, we sorry. All right, like I said, page loading. Thanks for your patience. Pointless Poppy, so why do you keep saying? When oh, we got that one. Thanks for your patience. This one coming in from. this Poppy says, I'm not saying there is an edge. I'm a glober. But the only reason you gave for an infinite earth is because we never saw the edge. Then appealed to ignorance. That's a black swan fallacy.
2: No, I'm simply saying it logically doesn't make sense to me that the earth is a level plane and we could just walk to an edge and look over it. bro. It's
0: like super simple.
2: Dude. Just rewind what I just said. Listen to it like 10 times.
0: This one from Tim Breyer says, I gave you an answer. I said, learn the difference between theory and scientific theory. Not so bright, are you? Stop using our technology.
2: No, the the science. So a scientific theory essentially is uh, a theory that uses facts within it to explain observable phenomena. Just because a scientific theory uses a fact in the form of mass falling to the earth at an average rate of seven point eight three meters per second squared does not necessitate its
0: validity, bro. We, we, me and you should debate. You would get you would get slammed, bro. Deems traveler says how do whales communicate over thousands of miles in a straight path is it refraction also keep in mind the mariana's
1: trench is only 10-ish miles deep yes it's refraction to the water so the it's low frequency like we talked about long wave radio propagations but this is actually sound propagation so it's it's different. It actually interacts with physical things in a different way. And it tends to, um, follow within that layer of water that has similar temperature and I believe salinity and, um, depth. So I like, I'm not an expert on sonar, but I did study sonar quite a bit, but I believe that's the answer is it, it does curve within that band that they live in and they, um, swimming around the earth that's why it can go so far without attenuating too much where the whales can still hear it in some instances thousands of miles away is that so ocean
0: this one yeah, coming in sure. from tim Pryor says hey this is why is your buddy is it it's okay they say a one no that's how many zeros eight one thousand dollars to give an accurate flat Earth map right now that explains seasons, time zones, sunsets, lunar eclipses, any eclipses for that matter. They're saying they'll give you a thousand bucks if you can do that right now.
2: You're gonna need a lot more than a thousand dollars, brother, to fund all the cartographers to actually phys- physically figure out the shorelines to all the uh, continents with in relation to the oceans. It's going to cost millions brother start saving up holby
0: wow juicy let me just double check for any last ones we have one from otto says i want to ask how he explains oval shapes of craters on the edges of the moon and mars which can be checked by anyone
2: yeah, there's no way to claim exactly why that happened or what the medium is of the moon, because we can't follow the scientific method and go up there and use an apparatus or an experiment to actually test it. Uh, we can only use things like pseudoscience, like spectroscopy, which is an absolute pseudoscience. It's the study of color. So uh, illogical question. No
1: way to deduce that. We've gone there. Yeah, uh, oh, pictures. People yikes. use telescopes. They can see them.
2: Yeah, when they brought the moon rocks back, they proved that they were petrified wood. That's no,
1: awkward. no one that was um, the chain of custody was was not known for that one specific moon rock that was claimed to be moon rock.
2: Dude, yeah. beg the question that a bunch of Freemasons are begging the back question. And,
1: You're begging you the question. Hey, no, me interrupt. I get. You, I get. Are, are you hurting? You get the last response. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Uh you can beg the question all you want for the rest of your life that a bunch of freemasons went through a vacuum and landed on a rock uh that doesn't make it real beg the question affirming the consequent there's no evidence that we actually did any of that hence the loss of the telemetry data so cool if you want to believe a bunch of freemasons played golf on the moon go for it bro
0: This one coming in from thank you Eli says question to Caleb have you ever studied calculus or differential equations what is the highest level of math that you've learned?
2: Appeal to academia, appeal to studying freaking physics. I've studied physics. You don't need to study math to understand how physics and science work. So I'm more or less, I, I skip the math part because it's only descriptive. It's not explanatory. Again, science explains, math describes.
0: This one coming in from Robert Cazi says, Ozian, why did you mute my flat earth arguments? They put in parentheses that you should have studied in the quote Witsit versus William after show on Matters Now. Are you cool with this, James? Okay, well, it's his channel. I don't, I'm not gonna. So I can assuming answer. that this is accurate, I like, I don't. He know said something racist
1: channel. about one of my guests, an uppity ex person about Leo Phileas. So. I blocked him from replying on my channel if he wants to come to if he wants to see he's not going to do that tag me I will unblock you
0: This one coming in from Michael Hastings says why haven't we been back to the moon in over 50 years that is a huge red flag and makes no sense why can't we go to Antarctica
1: Two. Uh, we have been back to the moon since like we've sent landers to the moon. So I don't understand why they deny that we've done that just because we haven't sent people to the moon in 50 years. And we have delayed the time when we're going to the U.S. is going to send humans to the moon by a year or two. But we haven't delayed. We are still doing other missions where we're standing um, Artemis. Um, pro landers to the moon so you got it
0: this one coming in from do appreciate it norek says ozian how can you deny edge you're talking to the lord of them
1: Edge Lord. I, I, uh, I appreciated the conversation with caleb i think it was well i think we pushed against each other a bit but that's part of debate too so he's saying he's one. an edge lord is what he's saying so
0: This one coming in from your long-lost brother, Austin witzit it. says, "Ozian, if geocentric model does not have dark matter and dark energy problems, doesn't that mean it's over 96% more viable than heliocentrism?
1: Uh, If you're appealing... No, if you're appealing to a mons... So there is physicists that argue that There's modified newtonian dynamics that would better explain reality than um general relativity um but no one's really adopted general relativity except in the fringes of science these papers are very interesting it tries to explain away dark energy and dark matter without using it to explain our observations that we have but that's a different discussion even those things they assumed all these other things about reality that we live on a globe, that there's a universe, that space exists, that we've been to a moon. So just rejecting theory, relativity, and appealing to mons, does not prove that the Earth is flat.
0: You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Eli says, I didn't ask if you took a college class on calculus. I asked if you've ever studied it. Here's a yes or no question. Have you ever computed an integral? Yeah, i read
1: this book. It's calculus, not physics. Physics uses calculus, yes or no? We uh, but he's asking if you computed integral, <laughs> which is calculus, not physics. Um no there actually, you go. I've read
2: a physics book and gone through the math in a actually, physics book. So
1: yeah, cool. No, it's only certain physics like calculus-based physics that uses physics or that uses calculus.
2: Which exists. So there you go. Yeah.
1: Next question.
0: Okay. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Finch Streams says, Get Caleb to say, brother, so I can win Witsit Bingo. I don't know what that means, but brother. This one from Tim Pryor says, Caleb, you have all those physics books and you're still a flat earther. Thanks for proving you can't read.
2: Um, should I read a sentence right now? Empire, you could have just said you can't give a fuck, <laughs> I can read, brother. I, I read like four to six hours a day. So that's. Juicy.
0: This one from Robert Hosey, who earlier accused Ozian of uh, erasing his message. And then Ozian said, yeah, you said something that those races," And then Robert Tozy says, I uppity black wasn't
1: racist, but thank you. Yes it is and he's I'm not going to let him back on the channel. Is uppity a bad is that a is that a bad word? Yes, yeah, it's disparaging, It's saying you're you're being an uppity black person and trying to um, assert yourself in white person's world and like this it's a racist term, dog whistle. Yes, absolutely.
0: But can I use it like on can I use it on Caleb and call him uppity or is is it like is it usually white people call it to black people or is it It's just
1: the No, it's a context. If you're seeing somebody's being uppity, it'd be like in context. But if you're using it to describe the person's race, why would you do that? It's a common racist trope when people use, have used in the past to describe black people. Like they're uppity trying to move into white society. Like it's, anyways, different debate though.
0: (laughs) This one coming in from Beams Traveler. He says, Ozian, why didn't Mickelson Morley experiment detect motion of the Earth? And what repeatable experiment do you use to prove the Earth is in motion?
1: Uh, Parallax of the sun, um, the parsimony of the orbits of the planets. Uh, Mickelson Morley demonstrated that light doesn't travel through a medium. That's what it demonstrated. It, It wasn't necessarily about the Earth itself.
0: This question coming in from Tim Pryor says, Caleb, you could have just said you can't give a flat Earth map, that's accurate, without all that nonsense that you said.
2: Brother, it would take millions of dollars to fund each person, multiple people, multiples of people in each nation to accurately measure the shorelines of the continents and then accurately measure their distances over the ocean, it would require thousands of hours and millions upon millions of dollars. Your incredulity doesn't act as a
0: good argument. You got it. This one coming in from Witsit Gets It says, My question had nothing to do with Mond, M O N D. Can you remind me what that means again, Ozzy? And I think you explained it um, earlier. Was that the same one?
1: yeah no, was, um go ahead Modify newtonian dynamics so it's uh okay that's fine but if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it in the future maybe we can have another debate again that would be interesting but he's come on to my show a couple of times so i've enjoyed the conversations even though some of the other guys sort of they aggro each other it's, but that can be entertaining too
2: so if the flat earth model doesn't need dark matter and dark energy is it or is it not more viable
0: by 96 percent
1: no it doesn't explain our observations.
0: This one coming in from... Let me know if I've read this already. Themes Traveler said, "Ozian, why didn't Mickelson Morley experiment? Did I read this one? Detect motion of the Earth and what's repeatable? Yeah, you asked it. I answered okay. This one coming in from... Do you appreciate it? Rudolph says... Caleb did calculus. What's the derivative of three by is it? uh, I can't, I don't even know what this means. Three by carrot three.
1: I don't know uh, how to say this to be honest. Uh, Three times X to raise to the third power. Um, Oh, thank you. That's right. So they're asking the, the derivative of that. And I think it's, I can't remember it's been thirty years. <laughs> I do trig ask me trig questions. It's just a gotcha question. I wouldn't worry about it. It's a gotcha okay, question. so
2: it's it's three times three to the third power, so it'd be three times twenty seven which would be like eighty one
1: He's asking for the derivative um what do you what do you mean derivative It's calculus. He's um, not answering
2: to the question of three times three to the third power no. Okay.
0: It's,
1: yeah, it's, it, he's asking. That's derivative. a really stupid question. It's a calculus question.
0: This one coming. In from... Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. Danny, I...
0: Danny D Souls says, "I'm an idiot," kind of like our government. We need more anti-government pushback and less globe flat pushback. P.S. Ozian is a likable blober.
1: Wow. Well, I'm a libertarian, sort of a classical liberal. So I push back against the government in lots of topics and areas. So I don't know.
0: Interesting. Okay. All right. This one from Eli says, one last question. Can Caleb clearly state the fundamental theorem of calculus? If not, I'm going to assume he can't do calculus. And by extension, physics as physics is applied calculus.
2: I'm not answering any more math questions. We'll move on.
0: By math way, is descriptive.
2: Science explains.
0: Folks, have you seen the movie Oppenheimer? It was amazing. I watched Oppenheimer early. I also watched Sound of Freedom. Those are both great movies. Very good. I watched Sound of Freedom good at first, and I was like, wow, that was great. And then I watched Oppenheimer, and I was like, whoa, that gave me goosebumps. It was so good. Robert Tazzi says, "Ozian, don't project your own supremacist Okay, you guys are just silly. Just I don't want to... You guys are just trying... All right, I... Let's see. But long story short, we do have... I know that you guys disagree, but I just don't want to get into this, like, accusations there. So... Deem's Traveler says, Caleb, Caleb, in an enclosed system, there should be high pressure on the ground and near the firmament why don't people put a barometer on balloons sent up
2: they do every day bro that's how they measure the gradient of the atmosphere so it's higher pressure towards the bottom towards the surface and it gets lower and lower as you get higher that's
0: just the fact of a contained system which we are with it this one from Michael Hastings says gravity can hold trillions of gallons of water down on a spinning ball, but a twenty-ton storm cloud is untouched by gravity. Cringe. That's right, because clouds are really heavy, right? Because Kenny Bomer he mentioned that in a debate. Yes. Ozian, Osian, I think they want an explanation. Why sure. is it that Kenny Bomer's super heavy clouds that weigh tons of pounds? aren't brought down by gravity
1: awesome question so it's because of the density of the clouds it, it, they're spread out so clouds can hold a lot of mass as a matter of fact it supports the theory of relativity that mass attracts mass it actually if you get big huge thunder clouds or big thunderstorms are really 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 heavy full of water and they're they're low hanging it actually will cause things underneath this thunderstorm those clouds to be lighter because the clouds are actually attracting you up and you get slightly lighter because of heavy thunderstorms. It's very minuscule, but it is an actual phenomenon. Interesting.
0: Next up. Looks like that's actually, let me just double check. I've got one more. I got to go. <laughs> Chase says, can you ask Caleb if it's a coincidence that all the pl- other planets we look at are spheres? Are we the only flat planet?
2: Yeah, planets or wandering stars are independent of the shape of the Earth. There's no way to prove a correlation between the two things. Hence, the Earth is independently created separate from the lights in the sky. They are totally different. I wouldn't argue because galaxies are flat, that means the Earth is flat. That's an illogical, stupid way of
0: debating. Juicy, to say the least. That is it for all of our questions. Want to say thank you so much, everybody. We do appreciate it. Our guests are linked in the description. As OZIan mentioned, that he has a an after show starting very shortly. One last question came in from Taking Back Eden. Flat Earth says, OZIan, are you okay with defending lying thieves from NASA?
1: Is it a loaded question? NASA? Fallacy. Sorry.
0: This one from Tim Pryor says, Really? Caleb, anybody can measure Earth without spending millions of dollars? Thanks for proving you're not that accurate.
2: Okay. Go find a bunch of people that will in every single country that will measure the shoreline to the entire continent for free, bro. Good luck, dude. You're you're literally
0: juicy to say the least. Folks, I'm gonna be right back. So I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna let our guests go. They haven't gone to the bathroom this entire time. That's like three hours and 43 minutes. Yeah, I need to. I'm going to let our <laughs> guests go, but I will be back in just a moment, folks. And we're actually going to start something new at Modern Day Debate here. So stick around. I'll be back, like I said, in just a few seconds. So thanks very much, folks, for being with us. And stick around, as i will be back in a moment. I want to say thank you so much for being with us. I am excited. We're going to do something different tonight. This is something that... So what our goal is, no joke, is Modern Day Debate, our goal is to put on a huge, monstrous event this fall. So we are going to try some different things. Tim Pryor says, I'll debate you, but you have to give evidence for flat earth. I'm going to ask you all the questions you ask us. Therefore, I have to do nothing like you've done nothing. Wow, juicy. But want to say thank you for your support, Tim. And thank you guys all for your support out there. We are so close. I appreciate everything. First, if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button. As we have many more debates coming up. You don't want to miss them. But also... We are so close to 500 likes. So those feet picks are going to be in your inbox. If we can get just another eight likes, we will hit the big 500 for this live stream. This was a huge live stream. So I want to say thank you guys for your support. Seriously, thanks most of all to the guests who are linked in the description box. We really do appreciate them and that's to put it lightly, they are the lifeblood of the channel. They make modern day debate fun. They bring the life here. They bring the, you know, the, the big crowds and the, you know, the fire debates, like this is what, you know, it's because of them. So I want to say thank you so much to them. Now we're going to try something different. Like I said, this is totally new. So got to tell you, my dear friends, you're like, Oh, what are you trying? We are currently working. Thanks. Fact junior Roll says hog content. Thank you for your support. I appreciate that. I think that's a good thing. Uh, I think that means something good, but we do appreciate it. Thank you so much. But I want to tell you, we are working towards something big this fall. We want to put on some massive, massive events. So we've had DebateCon in the past and it has been successful. We are super grateful that it's been awesome. We're excited about that. But here is one thing that we're considering doing. We're talking about like really big time speakers like Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson, that level of speakers. So we are going to try something new, which is called affiliate marketing for real. So Modern Day Debate has never done anything like this before. We've never had any sort of like plugs or anything for any sort of products. We're actually trying this out. We want to see just how it'll go. So this is like our first like really little toe in the water type test, you could say, or just a, you could say attempt. Basically, I want to tell you about what I use for my mobile service. So in particular, I use Visible Wireless. Now, you might be thinking, James, uh, what are you trying to pitch to me here? Like, why? Well, I'm not going to plug anything that I don't actually use and like. So I actually use this as my own phone service. I love it. Here's why one, it is super affordable. If you were like me, I got to tell you, I'm super frugal. I try to, where I'm like, hey, if I can get something for a better deal, then yeah, that's what I want to do. So. For example, I drive an old Toyota with a bunch of hail damage. It's not super old; it's like 2015, but tons of hail damage. No joke. I got to show you pictures of that. But the point is, because I'm a frugal guy, so for you, if you are paying anything more than 20 bucks a month, hey check out the link for Visible Wireless in the description box. So I have a referral link in the description box. I do want you to check this out. So it's right below the links for the guests where it says referral link to Visible by Verizon. So the reason that I'm recommending this is because it's only 20 bucks a month. That's it. For the most basic plan, which gives you unlimited talk, in other words, unlimited minutes, unlimited texts, and unlimited internet it's amazing. So, it's like 5G or 4G whatever your phone can use and like I said, 20 bucks a month, here's where it gets even more cool. Is that you can use unlimited data for a hotspot. So you just turn on your hotspot on your phone and what you could do is if you have Wi-Fi at your place and you're like, "Hey, yeah, I'd, like I'd like to get rid of a bill." Let's say you're living single, you're living alone, or maybe you're like, "Hey, like roommates, like let's give this a shot." is that you can actually get rid of your Wi-Fi bill and just use the hotspot on your phone and then watch things on your smart TV or whatever it is. And you can use your hotspot for, like I said, it's all included. It's just 20 bucks a month. You can use your hotspot unlimited. So in other words, let's say you come home, you turn on your hotspot, and then you turn on your smart TV and, you know, it connects. It finds the connections to your phone and you can watch your smart TV using the data from your phone. So it's basically like you have Wi-Fi at home. It's just instead of having a router that you have to pay the big bucks for, you're just using your phone and it has unlimited hotspot data. So it's amazing. Now, if you go to the link in the description box below for Visible by Verizon, that's our referral link. So that's mine that I'm sending to you. The cool thing about that is that you actually get a deal where it's actually, so I pay 25 a month but you'll actually get it at twenty a month. So highly encourage you check that out right now. If you're kind of like, hey, yeah, I mean, like, I've been kind of considering like changing my my uh phone plan and I didn't know about this. So I highly recommend. Oh, hey, look like, great. Like check it out right now. It can save you money. I'm really happy. I used to use mint, not bad, but frankly, I, I didn't actually like mint. Uh one time they they triggered me uh because basically I was like I think I went to an unlimited plan and I was like I don't actually use this much data and I was paying like 35 bucks a month and I was like can I go back down a level and it was so hard it was just honestly like a battle with them where I was like please like why can I not go back down this you don't have to worry about that like I said 20 bucks unlimited internet unlimited text and unlimited phone call minutes so honestly I love it I've never been more happy I also used Heather. I think it was called. I've always looked around for the, Oh, I tried boost and I can tell you visible is the best out of all. of them. And it's always like, I've got good, strong connectivity, like a good signal from like, so, I mean, it's cause it's ultimately it's just Verizon, but it's just like, they're offering like a cheaper service. So I've got to tell you, that's one thing I love is man. It is so cool. That I'm just driving around town and I used to say, like, oh yeah, it's like it's, you know, I gotta download everything. Cause you know, that way well, I don't I'm not using my data if I'm driving and I'm listening to a YouTube video or something or a podcast or whatever, is cause I would be thinking, like, I can't, you know, I don't want to use too much data. Cause let's say I only had like 10 gigs uh, a month or something, or it used to be like, man, you used to pay like twenty-five bucks a month for like two gigs. Uh basically the cool thing is that I was like, Oh man, like I used to have to download stuff like on my phone, like podcasts, whatever, because I I didn't want to stream anything while I was driving, let's say, is now I'm like, don't even worry about it. Unlimited internet or data, I should say. So I got to tell you, folks, it's a great deal. If you're like me, like I said, the old phrase, waste not, want not. So in other words, hey, like find a good deal for your phone service. And maybe you've been thinking, you're like, I've been kind of mulling over, like, if I want to change carriers. Well, you can click on that link in the description box. Anathema, just put it in the live chat. I'm going to pin that. So I highly encourage you. Thanks, Anathema, for doing that. I didn't even think of that, and I should have. Is that that link that was just pinned at the top of the chat, MDD Visible by Verizon link, thanks for that, Anathema, is right there. You can check it out. 20 bucks a month, for real. That's even cheaper than what I get. Because like I said, I get it at 25, and I'm still happy with it. Because I'm like, hey, it's a great deal. Uh, it's not all the, I've got to be honest with all the, with some of the other cheap carriers like boost. And what else did I do that? Oh yeah. Mint. I like had some to put it lightly. I was annoyed like sometimes at their service in terms of the quality of the service. And then the cost a month, I mean, that's cheap as dirt. Click on that link. That's either in the description box, including at the podcast. i have got to figure out how we could put this in the podcast. So I want to tell you, check that link out in the description box, whether it be here on YouTube or on the podcast. And if you're on YouTube and you're looking at the live chat right now, hey, look at the chat pinned at the top as that has an amazing link. That's our referral link. So you can check that out and want to say thanks for your support. As we are going to, like I said, we're going to try doing some different, some different stuff for modern day debate. Well, eventually, uh, once I finish the doctorate, which is hopefully going to be May, that's the plan, is I'm probably going to actually start doing more regular streams where we might do things like commentary, things that are basically going to hopefully bring more awareness about our upcoming huge events this fall. So we do appreciate that. Love you guys. Thanks for all of your support.